Hey, Assassinacs, it's Chelsea back for another episode of The Sassanac Files. This week, I was joined by my friend Angela as we talk about everything we can look forward to in Season 6 of Outlander. But before we get into that, I want to take a moment to remind you that you can find The Sassanac Files on all sorts of listening platforms, including iTunes, CastBox, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and many, many more. Also, if you have not had a chance yet, make sure you head over to the Sassanac Files on Facebook and Instagram and follow those accounts for all of the latest and greatest news concerning Outlander Season 6 and 7 and Diana Gabaldon's newest book, Go Tell the Beast That I'm Gone. And with all of that out of the way, let's get into our discussion of everything to look forward to in the upcoming season of Outlander. excited about tonight i'm pretty darn excited about tonight i'm pretty darn excited about season six these all these things happening i know all the things (laughs) (laughs) i mean how can you get any better you know maybe if sam hewen or somebody comes knocking on my door you know that could be good (laughs) sorry guys no more special guests tonight (laughs) yeah right that would be like, yeah, she really has it. I'm just the fake out. I'm just the decoy. Psych! <laughs> uh, right. So in the break, I made friends with people. And... <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry for my hand. I'm trying to get, like, I had the little stand, and I'm trying oh, okay. to get, like, situated here. All right, there we go. 18 people. Hello. Um, send us some comments on things that you guys want to chat about tonight. We have a list, but of course, as always, participation is welcome. So let us know if you have something really pressing that you feel like needs to be out there in the Outlanderverse, and we will discuss. Oh, I see some little bees in, in the box there. Yes. Hello, Ruth. Great to see you guys. So, um, while everybody's getting in, just a general spoiler alert. So, I did put it in the intro for the video, but this is all about season six, things that we already know, predictions on what we think are going to happen. We have both read all the books in the Outlanderverse, but primarily we're going to be talking about plot points for season six and uh, how they're going to adapt things from the books, potentially, and things we will definitely see, things we may not see, just all of that stuff. Things we so, hope to see, but we don't things, know. Yes. <laughs> um, so if you're not wanting to know what's coming up in season six or potentially coming up in season six, I would not watch tonight just because it's going to be full of spoilers. But this will be posted on the Sassanac Files platform for the podcast in the future. So after season six, if you want to come back and be like, oh, that was a really good prediction or, oh, that didn't happen. Feel free to do that as well. Angela and Chelsea don't know what the hell they're talking about. (laughs) Or they're just effing brilliant, you know, one or the other. (laughs) Just hire me right now. I'm going to be a screener. screener Tell me that so I don't mess you up or anything. I don't want to get you in trouble. So just tell me if I say anything wrong. Oh, no. We're, uh, it's all unscripted. So okay, all right, whatever. Anything goes. (laughs) (laughs) so um let's talk about what we do know which a couple of weeks ago we had it dropped that we have 
titles for episodes one through three and episode six because they're doing the blocks funky now. So and they're doing scattershot filming as well, yeah. according to Diana. You know, everything's kind of scattershot. They're getting pieces of things separate all over. Which makes sense because yes. with COVID, they need to isolate the amount of actors that are on set at one time. So mm-hmm. they want to make sure they get everything from one person and then they can go versus them having to be on set the entire time or have to leave and come back and re-quarantine. It would just be a whole mess. So that makes mm-hmm. sense. Yes, Diana um, is an acquaintance of our dear Angela. So, you okay. know. Let's not go crazy. <laughs> Well, she definitely talks to Diana more than any other person I know. I mean, but via email and social media and stuff like that. She gets her blogs shared occasionally. <laughs> so. Yes, you shared this last one. I, was I know. I was I'm like, so <laughs> yes, Angela. Oh, uh, Diana. <laughs> yes, Angela blogs for Outlander cast. So um, if you guys ha- are new to the Outlanderverse and haven't had a chance to check out Outlander cast yet. Um, Mary and Blake have a great podcast. That's actually where I met Rebecca and Angela. So, and a lot of other wonderful ladies. So if you're looking for things to check out, make sure you head over to Outlander cast, the blog and the podcast and check that out. Can I also make a little? Sure. Yep. Also, I um, lead a book study um, and we're doing Echo right now. We're almost done it though. And then we'll be doing the two novellas that fall between Echo and Moby. Um, and that's on the book club part of Outlander Kiss. So if you want to yes. join me, feel free. Yeah, absolutely. They're great. I did the, uh, Angela was my book club leader for the Lord John series this summer. Um, oh, it's so. so much fun. I miss it. Yes. I miss like that, <laughs> like all Lord John stuff, you know, and how. Yeah. I miss how. I can't wait for movie just to have that. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I miss how and John. I do. I do. Oh. I love this grumpy ass. <laughs> <laughs> I love all curmudgy characters, you know? Oh, yes. I think that, honestly, like, I think I identify with Hal the most out of any yes. of the Outlander characters. Like, he's my him. spirit animal. Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I love Are you seeing comments? I'm not seeing comments. I am seeing comments on my on my computer. I see Rebecca says, Angela, you look so fancy with your headset. <laughs> I keep seeing the like people are watching 1980s or something with my headset thank god I even had it only had it because my hubby had it (laughs) and he's like I said I need something with a mic she kind of threw me with that today I didn't have a chance to like get something that would work and he's like here (laughs) use mine so look at this like I got I got like little like well you can't see it but little cords that connect each part of the mic and the head like it's really super old school <laughs> hey you know what though i'm showing my age works. chelsea it i'm not works. like you youngins with all your fancy schmancy stuff i have just a simple okay. like headset so it's not it's not anything fancy but if i see questions works. or comments i think you want to say i'll let you know since you can't see them I can yeah see them. i'm trying to get my com- my computer decided it was going to update right before our live so <laughs> it's hey, still working I'm but... the tech problems i feel you girlfriend so, <laughs> yeah so if I'm you see you. comments keep an eye out I will. um so like i was saying we have the first three titles of the first three episodes mm-hmm. so um Echoes is the first one, and it's probably the episode that we know the most mm-hmm. about because they had that nice little article in, was it L Magazine? Or, yeah, um, that Matt Roberts did, and he's the writer of the first episode, and it is all about 
echoes from each of the main characters' pasts. So what do you think we're going to particularly see from each of our main characters' pasts? Well, I think one thing that was asked in that article you're referencing is whether they're going to do a time jump. Um, because they're, they're filming with a time jump, you know, and um, the kids are older, everything, but he said not significantly in the article because it wouldn't make sense because if you're going to do something with the fallout of, um, mm-hmm. of these storylines, he can't really do that. So right. uh, I'm curious how they're going to, it's going to kind of be, I think, maybe a little bit, then like episode two, we'll have a little bit of a time jump because they got to get, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Um, yep. So I think I think it's going to be just a lot of maybe PTSD and then meanwhile introing like other little things that that are coming in. I'm you know like uh, I don't know when the, I'm thinking that the Christies are going to come with the Fisher folk they're going to mute mm-hmm. that into one thing instead of them separately. Um so I don't know when you think they're going to come but uh, I'm thinking it'll have to be early for everything they want to develop by episode 6. I'm thinking it'll definitely be in the first episode just because I think that uh, Tom Christie, we're going to get, that's the echo that we're going to get for Jane. We're going to get the flashbacks to Ardsmere and how they know each other. Yes. That's going to be one of the echoes for sure. That makes Mm -hmm. total sense. Um, Um, And then obviously for Claire, the echoes will be her PTSD over her abduction and rape from the season five finale. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm generally curious about um, Brianna and Roger and what their echoes are going to be, um, just because he made it seem like it was going to be the main four that were dealing with something from the past. So um, whether they're just going to be dealing, helping Claire deal with her stuff, I'm honestly really hoping that some of those really great scenes that we missed from the Fiery Cross with Claire and the other characters are going to be morphed into some of the conversations we get in the season six premiere here's another thing i'm thinking um and i'm trying to remember what was the second episode called uh, uh, allegiance allegiance okay so i i actually am thinking that we're going to see marsley's birth in episode one as well and yeah. then that will be an echo to what she did mm. um with the killing of um what's his name brown lionel, lionel. She's yeah. going to blame herself that, you know, whatever his problem is with the baby, mm-hmm. she'll kind of see that as an, as an echo rep, repercussion of what yep. she did. So that'll be kind of another thing, I think, going on with the Fursali story. Yeah. So um, that was one thing that was mentioned a lot in these lead up posts that I've had to this conversation tonight. There's a lot of wondering about what's going to be going on with Omri Christian. And um, how they're going to portray that on screen. And I'm not sure. I honestly look for it to be more of a Down syndrome or a birth birth defect of some sort. Um, That is going to be curious because like in the books, for those of you that haven't read the books that are watching. um, Is there anyone here that hasn't read the books? uh, Rebecca. If she's still here, oh, Rebecca, so at least Rebecca. Four one one doing it though, so four one one. So he has dwarfism in the books. Mm-hmm. Um, whether they'll be able to find a young child that has dwarfism, or how they will be able to portray that, I'm not sure. But he'll have some sort of birth defect or something. And in the I'm book, sure. Be, uh, Highland superstition and, and Barry superstitions see that as like 
you know, your, your mother mated with the devil or, you know, what like sins of the mother and father visited on the child that. Yeah. And so that, that's why, you know, uh, the other things happen. And so it's kind of like, there has to be something that it makes it look like it was a punishment, you know, Mm -hmm. um, or that there's a superstition around it of some sort. I'm really, can I just say one scene I'm really, really, really hoping connected to that, that we see is Roger Mack being a hero and saving him in the, in the river yep. or whatever that scene. I really, really need that scene. They really yep. need to like up Roger Craig yes. as a man and a hero in my book. And so I yep. really, really want to see that. And I'm, I'm hoping they find a way, you know, yeah. and they don't give it to someone else. Don't let right. somebody else save them because then I will lose it. <laughs> Right. I mean, if you're like, if you're going to cut it out, if you're going to cut it out, I guess we can halfway like grit our teeth and bear it, you know, but if you give it to somebody else, that's just no like, no. to give it to this time. So we can eliminate that choice. Otherwise we've had 75 year old Murtaugh jumping in the stream. Oh, I'm sure. Murtaugh's ghost comes charging out of the bushes. <laughs> <laughs> to save on the Christian before he goes go out, out the of the water and save him. <laughs> oh man! Oh my God! It would. I would not put it past the showrunner. He could come. His little ghost could come to the river in this edge of the stream and go, Henri Christian, come to me." <laughs> Oh man! Oh my yeah. God! So anyway, um, I really want that scene. I really yes. need to see Roger Mack as a hero. Um, so that's something I I really and want. I really need Jamie excited telling the story of how much Roger was a hero. Like I really right. need that recognition from Jamie yes. that Roger is a man with that can just get in there and yes. like, I'm tired of this wuss persona. That yes, yeah. Preach, yeah. girl. <laughs> and as I always say in these lives, if you need more evidence of how I feel about how the show has portrayed Roger, please visit our Story of Roger Mack episode that Rebecca and I did, where we basically just spent an hour and a half talking about how he's been done wrong. Yeah, he has been done wrong. Oh, man. Anyway. Okay. So um, what else do we think we're going to see in 602? I do want to ask one other thing while we're on oh, for, yeah. so- for Sally. And that are we uh-huh. going to move from that? We can talk about it, yeah. Okay, let me. It's talk all about very fluid. Whatever okay. we want to say. Because I, I had this pop in my head a little bit. Mm-hmm. We did see in the little clip that they, that little brief thing, we saw that scene where it looked like he was uh, committing suicide, trying yeah. to, and brought and Jamie was there, like getting him mm-hmm. off the ground or whatever. You know what I'm talking about? Yep. Um, if you don't read my blog, it's in there. <laughs> plug, plug. No, I'm kidding. Uh, anyway. <laughs> So, <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, so anyway, um, that scene, it made me think because they are doing it. I'm glad they're doing that storyline. Um, and I and I just saw a little cameo that was being passed around with uh, Cesar. Did you see that? Where he talked about the book readers are going to be very happy. And of course, he's talking mm-hmm. about his story, I'm sure. Yeah. But he said... I think if you're a book reader, you're going to be very pleased and very happy with what okay. we did in the story. So I'm thinking, you know, he's the 10 that's going to look at his story in this mm-hmm. story. So I think he's talking about that storyline. Um, and so, but my question is, is that going to feel, been there, done that after what they added for Ian last time? Are they going to, I, oh, another suicide thing, another su- uh, person that wants to kill themselves? Like, is it going to feel like that right off the heels of that? 
I don't think so. Just if it's done right, I don't think so. Because Fergus's situation is a bit different in that he's doing it more so. I mean, yes, he does have emotional trauma after what's happened to Henri Christian. He's having a really hard time dealing with it. But he's also dealing with not being able to support his family in the way that is expected in the 18th century. And so Fergus's dilemma is more so about that. Like he wants better for his family. He feels like he's not good enough um, and they would be better off without him. So that's that's the drama that, Oh, Mm -hmm. he wants to be, he's suicidal. Like, yeah, I'm just saying, I hope that them preempting that and adding that in, as they do Mm -hmm. that sometimes they'll add a story in that doesn't belong there. And then you think, well, when that does come up with another character, is it going to feel like, Oh, this Mm -hmm. again, like they do with the rape stuff, you know, like, they, are they going to feel like, oh, we're always going to this now, you know, like, so I just hope it doesn't nix that or make it yeah. feel less impactful, I guess is the yeah. word I'm looking for, you know? <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I don't know, maybe that's the book reader and me, because I just think it would, should be there, so. <laughs> oh, it definitely should be there. I'm um, just wondering, like, in your opinion, since they added it, do you think it will feel that yeah, way to people I don't, that don't personally. Know? I don't okay. personally, but then again, I also don't feel that way about all of the different rapes because I feel like each one of them is completely different and represented in a different way and in there for a different reason. So that's kind of how I view that sort of thing. So okay, I, I have personally... a comment to share. I have a comment to share yeah. on this about the Ferguson. They uh-huh. also said, let me, let me look here. Um... Oh, <laughs> Veronica says, I guess she's talking about the the scene where he's rescuing the kid, the mm, baby, yeah. and yells at the kids on the store and on the shore. Veronica says, just wait, the haters will say that Roger is abusive to children because of how he yells at the kids across the, the pond. And then Linda says, and the sexy scene with Roger and Bree when he is drunk and Fergus comes to pick up Jermaine. Which that, of course, also will fly with oh people, I'm sure, you know, that, you know, he's having sex like that in front of, you know, around kids. Or that Brie, or that Brie was all like, Roger, no, not right now. And he's oh, insistent oh, upon he it. No, yes, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That'll be the kicker. Oh, he's forcing her. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, my lord persuasion they did (laughs) persuasion amongst husband and wife is not the same thing as rape okay let's (laughs) get that straight yes and i didn't see her complaining afterwards you know yeah definitely not (laughs) um the whole christy storyline christina says is going to be exciting oh yeah that's i think that's going to be a big topic tonight because lots of um there's there's two two different groups I have noticed as season six gets closer. You've got the group that's like, oh my God, I hated that storyline. I wish they would have cut it. And oh my God, I really am excited about this. And I'm like, I am of the mind. I'm like, you know what? There's no way that they're going to take the most dramatic and exciting oh. storyline in the entire book and cut it. Like, no, no. no I would be... It's going to be way bigger than it was in the book because that's how they do things. They take the, exactly. the small pieces and they make it an arc over the whole se- season. Like they did with uh, exactly. with Claire's assault. They made it um, a bigger thing, honestly, yeah. because they expanded the Browns and made them like, so yeah, the Christie's, it's out of the question for them to not include that. 
what episode do you think because we because this has to happen first and we know mm-hmm. and it looks as if the season the episode six is that episode where she comes in with the accusation on jamie because that's yeah. what happens in the book with that unless she's like fooling us and swapping the title on it not being that but it, because tony's writing it they have the best director directing it to me that says it's going to be like this big scene of drama so i'm thinking it has to still be what it is in the book if that's the case then they have to do the poisoning and claire almost dying from the poison before that because that has to be she has to get through that yeah you know malva's there trying Mm -hmm. to like that's when it was supposed to have happened and then you gotta have time for her to get pregnant and then be able to pull back the accusation so do you think that's like on the temperance or something like that, or the, or maybe four. I'm thinking episode four that we get I, an episode in between. Yeah, I've been toying back and forth with this. Um, I've been mm-hmm. trying to piece together what's going to be in the first three episodes mm-hmm. to kind of narrow down because a lot of what happened in the first part of book six happened in the back half of season five. Right. So, um, keeping that in mind as well, I'm honestly wondering. I'm honestly wondering, because Matt Roberts has said they're not bringing in anything from season seven or book seven into it. But I really? think I know he said that uh, way back in um, when he was doing the official Outlander podcast for the last couple episodes of season five. Really? He said they they weren't planning on bringing anything in from book seven, but mm-hmm. Given how um, that we know that David Barry was on set, I know that they're doing, yeah, I know that they're doing like all everything together and trying to base it on actor availability and all of that. But I really find it odd that David Barry was on set in the middle of filming. So Mm -hmm. um, if they are just mixing things around. Right. It could be. However, my thought, I mean, and I was on the same train. You and I were, you know, my melded on that one. I, I was on that same train because I thought, what could they be doing where they're going to expand it? Because I don't think they're going to just bring him in for this one thing. And I thought, you know, maybe what they're going to do is, especially if they're going to do the the burning of the house and they're going to do the whole, I don't know, if the brown abduction and they're going to do the the, the bit with the governor and all that stuff. If they do all that aspect, that has to be kind of at the end, like post yep. three and Roger. So mm-hmm. um, I'm thinking maybe what they're going to do is, is have like the between six and, and like nine or 10, maybe mm-hmm. have nine or 10 be when Roger and Bree have to leave and then have all that other stuff after if that's, if they mm-hmm. follow the pattern of the book. But if they, if they have, um, if they have William, that's the number. That's one thing. Do we have? Do yep, we, that's are the we going to have yep. William? Okay. If we have William, then what they could do, and I'm only thinking of this because I'm te- doing Echo right now in the book right. club. In the beginning of Echo, you have three separate timelines. Timelines. Okay. And the one that's for Lord John and Willie is like six months prior to where the Frasers are. Yep. after the fire after all that stuff they're right after the fire so they may want to show enough of their story to bring them in line in the same mm-hmm. time frame um and start maybe maybe do a an introduction of you know like maybe Richard right. like at, at the finale 
Mm-hmm. Uh, but although I don't think they filmed the finale, but I'm thinking they might want to bring in so that everybody, because they, they have a hard time doing that, showing people in different timelines that are yeah. different characters. I think so they, they learned that. put them in with, line and have yeah. them be at the same place, therefore bring just those little bits of their story forward. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. <clears throat> yeah, I um, I agree. I They have definitely had a hard time showing different timelines. And I think that was proven in, how season four was received. I think that's what a lot of people didn't like about season four. And I think that's the problem that we have with Roger and Brie as a couple when show only watchers are are watching it is that we didn't spend enough time with Roger and Brie because the timelines were funky. And Mm -hmm. so people aren't, um, they don't see Roger and Brie as as strong a couple as they should see them at this point. Because we didn't get to see that relationship develop like we did with Jamie and Claire. Um, I think they were more concerned with people missing Jamie and Claire. Like that's, I'll be quite honest. That's why 95% of the people watch the show is because of Jamie and Claire. But also, I think. That's also like a chicken and egg thing too. If they had invested what they invest, like, you know, it's kind of like, you can't expect people to love something if you haven't paid attention to it. You know what I mean? Or or given into that storyline. Mm-hmm. Um, if you treat it like it's not as important, they're going to take it like it's not as yeah. important. It's kind of what you put into it is what mm-hmm. you get out of it. But the thing is, they're going to have to have different timelines in seven and eight yep. to do that story. I mean, I'm not talking about like like 1980 versus, you know, seven, eight. eight You're going to have to interweave the stories. Yeah, yeah, those things you can, I think is easier to do like in show because it's, mm-hmm. it's a clear jump. You know what I mean? Yep. But what I'm talking about is when they're just like five months off, you know, like when Mm -hmm. you're looking at. It's hard to convey that. Yeah. They're like five months behind where, you know, Mm -hmm. Jamie and Claire are for people. They're going to see that like it should be the same time. Exactly. Off the people. So I'm thinking they're going to want to get those people, those stories in line. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. I think it's easier to do different, completely different times, you know? Right. Like they did with Jamie and Claire at the beginning of season three. That was a very clear difference. That was good. Yes. yes. That was very good. Yeah. And And I think people loved it. People loved it. I loved it. Better than the back air. Right. So, I mean, I like that. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So I, my thought on the whole William thing, um, I mean, I think it would be great if they... Well, because I was just thinking, I'm like, okay, so the Stephen Bonnet stuff from book six is donezo because they killed Stephen Bonnet in season five. So that's not there. Um, right. You've got Claire's abduction and assault, which happened in season five. So that's not there. So what we're left with really is the Christie storyline. Mm-hmm. Um, all the drama with Ferguson Marsley, which I think will probably happen. It'll resolve itself. They'll, I think they will probably leave by the fourth or fifth episode maybe Who? um like fergus and marsley oh okay yeah um not like brie and roger movie? fergus and marsley i think they will move off the ridge um maybe fifth episode really yeah i look for them to try to streamline it a little bit that's what they did with season five and i think it and worked really well and then what just show them in the other place Show their Maybe. story in another place. I don't know because yeah. they really kind of are talking about that they're kind of uh, in the in a forefront yeah. position. I, I got a feeling that Jamie and Claire 2.0. Yeah, 
which is what <laughs> that's what my brother calls him I'm like uh that's supposed to be Brian Roger but yeah okay. really <laughs> um you know I'm thinking um I don't know I'm thinking let me look at the board just to just to I'm so used to doing this so I just want to see Christina Johnson says, have you thought about the Jenny character not wanting to come back seeing she has a new show? I think they're going to have to recast her. I think That's they're going to have to recast her. her. They can't do that season seven without her. So by then and they really, need to... They can't do, if we're looking beyond that, they huh. can't do yeah. anything beyond that either. I mean, that's right. going to be significant. She's a permanent resident after... Well, are we allowed to say that? Because that's oh, kind yeah. of season eight, episode season eight. I, yeah. We're, whatever. I mean, this is like okay. spoilers. This is, we're allowed to talk about the books and but whatever. But she becomes a permanent yeah. bridge resident for book yeah. eight. Well, actually, she spends part of that part of that most of the time they're not in the at the ridge and mm-hmm. but you know what i'm saying she's right with them. She's, she's in, in america, america with she's she's with jamie and claire for the majority of eight and the back half of seven so they're right. gonna have to recast her i mean it right. was the same thing when um, david barry dying without her there oh I mean, no would you no, just no. go take a trip while he dies <laughs> Well, and honestly, like, I felt the same way when we thought that David Barry, you know, trying to pull our leg and pull the wool over our eyes and trick us into thinking that he was leaving the show. I don't think um, he probably did feel like that, but then they worked on talking to him and, and get meeting his needs to, you know, yeah. to make his time be impactful and yeah. all that stuff. They must have negotiated, I think. I think it I hope was, so. I think yeah. it was like this, though, when he said that, and that's why, you yeah. know. Yeah, but I honestly, I felt that way when David Barry was kind of alluding to the fact that he may not be back. I was like, okay, as much as I love David Barry as Lord John, if he's really not willing to come back, that you have to recast. Like, I know that the Outlander powers that be are not a fan of recasting. Right. Uh, they would much not rather understandable. write. It's understandable because people are used to seeing a certain person as a certain character, but at the same right. time, if you're being true to these books, which is the reason that they have the following that they do, you have to do them justice. And if that means recasting a major character, you have to do it, in my opinion. Yeah, I think the only people you couldn't is probably Sam and Kat. Yep. You know, they, they're like off the table to be recast. So I would I would do watch it. anymore if they recast <laughs> Jamie or Claire. No. Yeah. <laughs> I would. Um, as much as I love Outlander, I just wouldn't watch anymore. I can't. I, you really yeah. think they're going to take first Versali off the ridge? Um, that early? I, mean, I don't know. It depends on how it's written. Um, I mean, like going back to what you were talking about, about 606. Um, I I honestly thought that that might be when the, if they're re- redoing things, I honestly thought that that might be when the illness breaks out on the ridge and all hell breaks oh, loose. Oh, I, I think it has to be. No, I think that has to be earlier that's why i was yeah. trying to think because think um, of everything that has to happen after that you know oh yeah they, they have to do they have to do the 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 whole you know he's my mm-hmm. the baby daddy story oh. they have to do <laughs> yeah. the murder of malva all of the investigation of that they have mm-hmm. to do them being taken by the browns for yeah. you know trial and that yeah. whole story you know you know tom christie being mm-hmm. a hero at the at that whole from that whole yeah. story and like and then the house burning down so there's like a lot that has to that yeah. are big pivotal things that have mm-hmm. to have their own episode and yeah. then max leaving 
So yeah. all of that's post that. So they need time mm-hmm. to do that. I would yeah. Think. And that's why I was trying to think like, okay, let's take out what we know is not I'm thinking going season to be four, there. Episode four. That's my guess. Episode for the four. Illness. Yeah. Um, because that gives an episode for it to, it may even, yeah, it, I guess it depends on if the Christie's are introduced in the first episode or the second. Um, I honestly, with it being echoes, I look for them to be introduced in the first episode because they were originally in the books introduced in book five and they swapped out that storyline for Claire's assault, which Mm -hmm. I think made sense. And I agreed with them doing that. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I honestly expect them, especially like we got some big names to play the Christie's. I mean, we've got Mark Lewis Jones. Diane is very impressed with them, by the way. She has really kind of said numerous times that she, especially, she actually has the highest marks for Malva and the father and Tom. Mm -hmm. She hasn't said much about Alan, even though he seems like the biggest name, you know? He is, yeah. (laughs) But, you know, he really says, especially uh, Malva and Tom Christie, those actors are really phenomenal. Well, and honestly, (laughs) they're all exactly like I pictured them in my head. The people mm-hmm. that they cast to play those, I was remarkably impressed with the casting for that. Um, honestly, because not a lot of the char- the people they have cast to play the characters are like who I envision. Um, mm-hmm. And I think Sam was pretty close to the Jamie that I had pictured um, and and Rick was pretty close to the Roger that I had pictured, but the Christie's like nailed it on the head. I was, I was very impressed. And I have seen a couple of them in different stuff and I'm like, Oh, this is going to be, I this is going to be something was special. Marsley was too. Yeah. Lauren, she was she really was good. good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for sure. Now I think the other one, um, temperance, I think it was temperance. Episode, Episode three. three. I think that's where we're going to see Roger's storyline start to emerge um, with his choice to be a minister. I think that might. If that's the case, just so you know, Mm -hmm. I saw a post on another group um, Mm -hmm. that um, that showed uh, the lady that lives behind where the church is. Uh They built this church scene. Mm -hmm. She said, now that they're finally done filming everything involving the church and Minister Mac, she Mm -hmm. said. And they've moved on to something. They're still filming at the Ridge, but this uh, this site has done all the filming for the season. Okay. I can show you that I've been behind this the whole time. And she did this picture <laughs> from her house, like, of the of the That's church. awesome. And so she said, oh, they've been here back and forth. You know, I've been seeing them every day, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that tells me they're done filming anything that has to do with that. Mm-hmm. It, you know, that is part of that storyline. Either they've moved up the little scenes that would have been there and yeah. filmed them there. Um, but so that, that is handled, you know, up front in the episodes that are already done. So I mean, as far as like his push to that, I'm thinking temperance would be that. And I'm also thinking that's going to be when we get the, the um, Lizzie and the twins. You don't have that on your list, but I'm thinking that's where that that's going to come. That in, is one. I will be honest. I know you don't I like hate that storyline. That storyline. Story <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm like, uh, and I know I they're going to include it. Anything about losing the twins on this list? Well, and I figured we do have temple. to leave. I figured we do have to leave a little bit of mystery, so everything's right. not on the list, but. I'm thinking um, we're going to be part of temperance, wouldn't you think? 
Probably. I think that's probably when we're going to start seeing it. Um, I think a big thing with allegiance is going to, we're going to start seeing the lines divide between the Protestants and the Catholics on the ridge. I think that's going to be a big thing. And the, um, and the lowlanders and the highlanders. Yeah. Right. Because, I mean, we're going to get some mention of it in Echoes, but I think the lines are really going to start to be drawn as Tom becomes more established on yes. the ridge. I think that's exactly right. Um, because also Sam said something like that. In That's what I was going to say. Yeah. He, he was mentioning that, you know, the, the Frasers are not as revered as they have been in past seasons. We're going to start seeing some tensions and we're going to start seeing some people be not so impressed with the Frasers and how they handle things, which is going to be a different change of pace. And he's also said in a different, the one I was actually referencing, mm -hmm. but I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, is he said that um, this season six will highlight the differences in friction between Highlanders and Lowlanders. Mm -hmm. I'll point up that there's a difference and stuff because he was talking, it was yeah. actually a conversation about um, men in kilts and talking yeah. about Scotland. Yeah. And he said, actually in season six, we're going to really talk about like Lowlanders versus Highlanders and the feelings and differences between mm -hmm. them and stuff. So that's going to be pointed up. And I think it's already probably been in. The yeah. Thing. And I also, I was talking um, to a friend the other day. I said, I think it's so interesting that you can kind of tell what they're filming at the moment based on their different comments that they make in these interviews that they have. Um, so Sam dropped a, a comment the other day in an interview where he was talking about um, how Tom starts out as an enemy be but becomes more of an ally as the season progresses oh, yeah. and um i'm like okay so they're starting to film the stuff now probably between the browns i'm yes. i'm thinking is what's what's being filmed right now and mm -hmm. because and i think that's there's a I, lot of story people were like oh there's not yeah. going to be anything left but there's still oh, yeah. a lot of story left um i'm going to read you a couple comments yep. because they're they're commenting away and i want them to be make sure they're included here yeah. um let me see. Just because you don't have them up, right? I don't. don't have them up? Yeah. Okay. For some reason, it's like showing me who's watching, but it's not showing me their comments. Okay. Veronica says, we have to have Lizzie and the twins. It's the best. And a bit of comic relief in an otherwise very dark and heavy material, yeah. which is true. I don't know how people are going to take that. People might like be really, you know, because mm. they, they're not in the book where you're kind of getting all the like comedy nuance, like how they trick I'm yeah. thinking that's part of temperance because it's going to be part of Roger feeling like somebody wants me to do something like remember that was kind of how he did it because he was so thrilled to be able to have the chance I think hey and uh I my um thing was stuck up at the top and I like started playing with it and it scrolled down I can see comments okay <laughs> Christina says the bugs will be a big storyline in the future books that's one thing that okay because I did see that um, the bugs are back and I am, I'm halfway frustrated with this because I don't think that they cast these people right, first off, <laughs> the bugs. Um, and second off, you really needed to give them more of a role in season five. It's another yeah. Bree and Roger scenario where they're there, 
but the story doesn't focus on them enough. And then if they make them a big character, like big characters in the sixth season, people are going to be like, who are these people and why do we care? Like, yeah, why, why were they not to play log carriers? They've been kind of positioning them as log carriers in the story, you know, so they haven't really shown them. Yeah. Um, Lori says, I'm scared of the episode with the Browns. The Browns. The one where they take her, you mean? Why? Yeah, they definitely, they definitely have put a lot of, like, this is an over vibe. So I think they're definitely going to play up that part of the storyline, mm-hmm. a, a Jeopardy part of that storyline. Um, you know, so. Yeah, I... What do you mean you're scared, Lori? You mean you, you hope they adapt it correctly or just in general, that was a really tense part of the book for you? Not pleased with the bugs being passed over is what Jane Ferry Gordon says. Okay, so you can see everything good. Okay. Yes. Do you think, <laughs> do you think they're the bringing the bugs in to set up the French gold storyline? I hope so because the French gold storyline goes all the way through book eight and i am guessing gonna be a pretty big thing in book nine and they just like one of the motives for what's his face you know for um... yeah and i'm like what okay so i i am genuinely curious i mean i don't think they can cut it out entirely because like i said it's such a huge through line Mm -hmm. um and it's honestly one of the things that is going to be able to connect uh, Roger and Bree's storyline with Jamie and Claire's storyline uh, as we get into seven and eight is mm-hmm. going to be offer one of those flashback available, like allow for flashbacks to have chances to see our cast together again, even though they're in separate timelines, we may get opportunities to like see how this all came about. So maybe they're planning on saving it for whenever our main cast is split up again i don't know um but yeah i don't think they can cut it out entirely i i don't see that happening now what about um the roger and brie going back i see that on your list it's Um, on my list yes it's on your list is it gonna now when they did the whole fake out thing last season one of the things that matt said was they did it intentionally, and it'll make sense this se- this coming season, mm-hmm. season six. Which, to me, it's going to feel like, oh, this, you know, here we go again. It's one of those again. things. It's not going to have yeah. any kind of a again. It's like the suicide thing. It's going to feel yep. like no drama. The drama is kind of out or something, you know, or I don't know. It just seems like an odd. It seems like they kind of cut their knees off with some of the things they pushed yeah. forward to make the real story that that's supposed to belong to lose its impact. Yeah. So I'm curious, like, what is he, what, first of all, what do you think he means by that? Like, how is that going to make this storyline make more sense or be better or whatever, you know, that they needed to do that? That was the reason. I um, really don't know because I mean, Obviously, it sets up the whole story. I'm sorry, that... yes, Rob Cameron. <laughs> they don't know how I talk. What's his face? Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, Rob obviously, Cameron, thank you. they put the seed in everybody's head that uh, Roger's a teacher and that he took a teaching position in Boston. So um, I think that they planted that seed with everybody. But as far as like making such a big deal about them leaving, I think maybe more so 
what he was talking about, about um, making it connect with when they leave at the end of season six is the whole idea of home and where they belong and why they weren't, why the stones didn't allow them to go through. I think more so than anything is what he's talking about as far as what makes sense going into the end of season six, because when they leave. You understand, this is what he said exactly. You'll understand why we did that when you see season six, as if, because everybody's like, why did you even go and waste the time of doing all that? And they say, mm-hmm. he's, and I thought it was just going to say, so that it makes the idea that they've decided that in their hearts, they see That's what I think. Yeah. yeah. But he's like, no, nah, he said that the whole purpose will make sense in season six. Like that was going to be the fulfillment of, of why they did it. And I thought, hey, what, how is that going to be? So I was just curious what you think that where they're going with it, you know? Yeah, I I honestly don't know then uh, because that that was my whole takeaway is that because when Roger and Brie go back through the stones um, at the end of A Breath of Snow and Ashes, it's they have to. They don't necessarily want to. They have to to save their daughter. So um, I think that it's an entirely different situation. And I think that we may see some parallels in how they did it at the end of season five versus season six, but the circumstances are completely different. Um, mm-hmm. So that's kind of what I was thinking as far as like, like a, well, how do we know it'll work? Yeah. You know, since it didn't work last time, you know, mm-hmm. how can you be sure it will this time? It, maybe that'll be kind of where they're going with it. I think Lori says, I think they didn't go through because Jim's concept of home was at the Ridge. And I think that the idea of home for everyone is family. I think that is one thing that they really drove home in season five is the idea of um, everyone coming together and being a family for the first time. It was the first time that we got any scenes with all four of our leads together. And that by the end of season five, the idea that they were finally functioning as a family unit and that they felt like they belonged together and that they all had this bond holding them together was the whole idea that they worked towards for season five. So by them not going through the stones, I think that was just affirmation for Roger and Bree that they really did belong there and that if they were looking for a home, they already had it. They didn't need right. to go back to the future. Right. Right. Yeah, I understand what they were trying to do with it. It just felt like, it felt like such a, I don't know, like it Head almost fake. felt, it was too much I of was, a, a big dramatic goodbyes, you know, going, yeah. you feel like, are they going to do that again? Go around, I know. goodbye, you know. Yeah. Or maybe it won't be. Maybe that was the whole point of doing it is maybe it's going to be a. On the fly thing. On the fly thing in season six. I don't know. It could be a million different things. This is what's fun about this. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. We love prognostication. Of course. Um, absolutely. Um, what are some things that you would like to see that are kind of like favorite scenes that you hope they get mm-hmm. in type of thing? I, I wanted to, is this okay? I kind of, yeah. okay. I don't want to, you know, no. your plan. Um, <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm curious. I thought that would be a fun thing to talk about because, yeah. you know, like there's those scenes that aren't critical, but they're fan favorites yep. um, that they do try to do and allude to that are like some of your favorite moments. Are they going to mm-hmm. get in type of thing? What, what would you like to see 
like I said, the one with Roger saving. Yeah, Henri Christian. Christian. I really want that because I feel like it really Mm -hmm. shows a lot of Roger's heroism and manliness that they kind of always want to wuss him out. Right. Um, And it's just a great moment. It's drama. I think it would look Mm -hmm. good on screen, but it might be difficult to do. You know, yeah, exactly. My credit for that. So, yeah, what are some things like that? I'm also would like to see the guy that hits on Bray. That's kind of a minor thing, um, but you know, I think whole, I have a theory on this. Obadiah Henderson is that his name? Obadiah. I have a theory. Go roll. I think that in a bid to streamline the amount of people that are on set. And to play up the Christie's, I think they're going to give that to Alan Christie. Oh, I like yes. that. I like that. Well, then again, though, wouldn't he just be all gaga over his sister? And so he's too. I think they're going to just make him out to be a sexual predator, honestly. Oh, like, okay. I think that that's how it's going to be, that he's more just. But they're definitely expanding him. Greasy. They're Ugh. definitely. Expanding oh, yeah, him. for sure. Yeah. Um, as they said, he said in, in, in somewhere that, um, on the Twitter, the Twitter Q and A, did you see that? His Twitter I didn't, Q&A? I'm not on Twitter. He said that they asked him, you know, how he got the part that he said that they sought him out, they sought him out and had yeah. him pegged for it. So I'm thinking, okay, they pegged this guy that has a pretty mm-hmm. good clout. They couldn't right. have done that with some little, like Harvey, that he's the way he is in the books. Right. Um, are they going to have the end scene where, you know. Uh, I think they're going to show it all. Honestly, I think everything. And I, cause a lot of the Christie's you learn about what happens after the fact in the books. And this is something that Diana just loves to do (laughs) is like plant all the seeds and then all the crap happens. And then you find out about it after the fact. But Mm -hmm. I mean, the producers have said for the show, like as much as we would love to be able to do that, it's just not really feasible with television because people like to know what's going on and you have to show things. Right. So, um, yeah, I that think, makes sense. Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that we're going to see a lot of, I think they're going to show everything. Honestly, I think and we're going to see they're done. Yeah. Oh. They're, he, they're gone. Yeah. They're, <laughs> so, they're out of Scotland. So, and yeah. I know that that story can't be wrapped because yeah. it just, you know, Mm-hmm. Can you, I mean, do you think the whole story's They're, they're like, working that, a lot. They've even been working on Saturdays, the people that play the Christie's. I've been kind of watching their social media. And so uh, they were working like six day weeks. Okay. Yeah. Or unless they just filmed their scenes and then they're going to- I think they did. Yeah, the that's what, yeah. Yeah. yeah Cause I can't imagine their storyline is wrapped. Yeah. I story. mean, it, yeah. Because it, Alan, Alan leaves. We don't like after Malva- dies he's gone and we only see him in like one scene and that's when ian kills him so Mm -hmm. um i'm sure they could pick that up you know like they probably pushed it in between you know because they kind of had the the whole thing of the accusation and then they got to have the murder you think they're going to just do like open like with the accusation and that episode's going to end with the murder so what i'm thinking like do with that compacted I'm thinking that they're going to do the illness as one big episode. Claire's probably going to collapse at the end of like episode three. And then um, all hell's going to be broken loose for four. She'll kind of recover kind of like they did with monsters and heroes, like just with Jamie being sick the whole episode and getting better at the end. But we also got to put her into the being her assistant. They got to have that. Right. 
So they gotta have a couple episodes in, in mm-hmm. order to get that part established. Yeah. So know? that's why I'm 95, 96% sure that the Christies will be introduced. Right. A okay. marker clap. They're the Christies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Anyway, right. so um I think, yeah, that we're looking at probably episode four or five being the illness. And then um Obviously, like like you said, giving a break episode where things somewhat seem to be back to normal. And then um, either the accusation being at the end of one episode or at the beginning of another. And then I honestly think that they will end either episode six or whatever with a cliffhanger of her showing up in the garden. And then um, I think that will probably the fallout be... of that in seven where the accusations yes, I, and then everybody yeah. thinks they're guilty, blah, blah, blah. You know? Yeah. Yep. I think that that will probably be the mid season finale is finding Malva murdered in the garden. And then just, they'll have a mm-hmm. week off cause they like to do that. But <laughs> um, um, how about, do, do you think the other thing that's a thought with a, a way they might introduce you know, bring in another extra scene for Lord mm-hmm. Bull, is they might have him physically come with Bobby and explain like he was involved in this and, you know, I'm looking to try to help him get maybe like change that storyline a little bit to bring Bobby in in a way that's not a messenger per se, but maybe John looking for a safe place for him. You know, oh, you mean how are they going to reintroduce John into the story? John B. That's another episode for him where he's actually physically there bringing Bobby. Yeah, you know, asking Jamie, you know, can we make? Can you like mm -hmm. this is what happened? Society isn't going to accept him. I honestly, um, you think he's out, Bobby? I think, unfortunately, I think that he is too easily able to be removed from the story mm-hmm. without too much of an impact that I think that he'll probably be one of the the shoe leathers Absolutely. to get removed. Yeah, unfortunately. So then the other question then is, are they going to do the whole Amy Roger thing? Oh, I think they are. You think I so? Think they are. Oh, yeah, because it makes Roger look bad. So they're going to take any opportunity to make Roger look bad, you know? There's gonna be yeah. a, I do. They love they love making him look bad. So if he any anything that can like trash his name and have everybody talk bad about him, they're yeah. gonna do. Um, you were you were I think that's the threat with Malva. Remember, she tries to blackmail him and said, "Don't all believe me," you know. And then he's like, "How did I be so stupid that you know I didn't realize that it was gonna look like that?" How and could so... you be so stupid, Roger? <laughs> that was one point that I was like, yeah. How could you be that stupid? <laughs> yeah, it's just so hard. You know, everything was just like, you know, I just want to help. And he didn't yeah. think about the whole, you know, so. Yeah, well, I, I think agree. he wanted to be needed, you know, all that stuff. So that's what, that's, I think, might go into temperance. If they do that storyline, I could see that rolling into that storyline, too. Because, you know, Honestly, it's kind of intemperate. <laughs> well, and to be honest, like, when we're looking at situations and I didn't really think about this before that scene between Malva and Roger is really where we start to see the facade lift off of Malva a little bit Mm -hmm. because up until that point she's been this I the way I described her is she honestly reminds me a little bit of how Lizzie is in the books she's like small and petite and just so so innocent and everybody just wants to protect her and love her and she's really just this little snake underneath and Mm. um 
Yeah. So I think that maybe if not, if for that reason than anything else that we may see that scene um, just to give a little more backstory. So it's not such a huh? Whenever we find out that right. she's tried to kill Claire and her dad and now she's accusing Jamie of being the father of her child. Yeah, it's going to be like, where the hell is this coming Where's from? Where's that coming oh. from? Exactly, oh. yeah. Um, yeah, I, I can see that. Uh, yeah. I'm just trying um, to think of how they could be weaving John in to other things <laughs> besides just the one episode. You know, Jane Ferry Gordon says, I feel like the producers of the show don't realize how much we've done our homework as book readers and deep fibers. <laughs> uh, deep divers. There you go. Deep divers. Um, yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, Jessica, so- I feel you, girlfriend. You're so tired of the way Roger gets written. Me too. All Me of too. us. All we the all. book so readers. Me, we all. As the, yeah. <laughs> in the bad words of Battlestar Galactus. So we all. <laughs> Linda Lane um, says, I think John's voice will read the letters. I hope they bring in Bobby. I definitely see this is one thing where last season, I think they fluffed up a little bit and that they tried to include John so much. I think it really turned David Barry off from it because most of his scenes got cut and uh, he's away from his kids for that time. You know, like it's yes, I've heard. I've heard it a million times. Well, actors just come to understand that sometimes their stuff gets cut. I'm like, but being away from your kids for an entire year on a job to have most of that work get cut, that's a lot to ask of anybody. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest. I agree. I agree. And I, I think that what they're going to do is, you know, make sure that they're not rating him cut like a lot of cuttable stuff. You know what yes. I mean? Like mm-hmm. making sure that what, he's written into is going to have is going right. to be things that can't really undo yeah um, so that he's not wasting a lot of time i mean that's not of course that's you know anything can be cut but right um i, th- I think i do think we're going to have more of um i i kind of feel like we're going to get more of the willy that i think we're like well the thing is if they show what happens after that meeting after that meeting is when he comes back to his room and sees percy like oh, there's there's mm-hmm. things that happen like immediately after we yeah. see we see Willie see Bray, mm-hmm. you know all yeah. there's things that happen that day after that after they leave. So in the storyline, if they keep it, I mean anything could be changed. Well, but, and they um, set it up for that honestly, you know, because now Bree will know who he is when there won't be this whole oh my god. But the brother, it's not like a shot. Yes, she knows exactly. And so they can't have her leave before Willie shows up knowing like she'll have that moment of recognition. Uh, I mean, in the books, it was he looks so much like Jamie that she kind of put two and two together. But um, I mean, having that knowledge, like they can't do that on the show because nobody's going to look exactly like exactly. Yeah. So I get why they did the Jamie being honest with her and telling her you have a brother and this is the story because yeah, you can't, you're right. You can't have that in the show where you can't have such a strong recognition between two people unless they are brothers or, you know, whatever. And they really do look like the Hemsworth brothers. I mean, (laughs) there's that recognition there. (laughs) Sam doesn't have any 17 year old sons running around. So (laughs) that we know of. (laughs) 
yeah i mean i'm i'm wondering if like in the finale they're going to introduce some people that would be in the following season yeah. when they hold the following season mm-hmm. um and so we'll see maybe percy and richardson as they'll be big people maybe. in the following season you know maybe we'll get an introduction to them i mean they did it with roger and bray they put mm-hmm. them in as just the finale to kind of get you to know who they are and yep. as adult characters before we see them fully in the next season so yeah i mean they could do that if they, they could. have an actor that's willing to do that I am. I have this, just this vision of season seven and like, yes, I would be totally on board with seeing Willie in season six if they decided to go that way. But I had this vision of them opening up season seven from an entirely different point of view with an entirely new cast of characters that we had no idea who they were. And oh my God, it's Jamie's son, Willie, and he's 17, 18 years old, you know, like, mm-hmm. Like people would be like, so what is happening? He, you think you he won't even be in in season six? That's no, no really. That's kind of how my theory on it. But also, mm-hmm. I didn't really expect this was pre Before some of the. Gone. I didn't expect to have John. I figured they would come back together. So I figured David Barry would have season six completely off, and then season right. six would open, or season seven would open up with Willie on the ship and all of this stuff going on and who's this random red coat and then we see John and we're like oh fuck <laughs> it's William and he's a red coat and what the hell is happening right <laughs> so that was my theory but it kind of all got shot to hell when we found out that David Barry was on set so right. I mean it could still happen early. that's what kind of I mean you know if he wasn't going to be at the end they would have just brought him at the end you know exactly. what I mean? Like yeah. what they're bringing him now. Like they didn't yeah. need to shoot him now mm-hmm. just to stick it in later. They could have right. brought him later. You know what I mean? Unless, that. unless he's got um, other commitments and they couldn't bring him in. Uh, that's true. Later. That's true. So they had to do whatever you call it, where what you said at the beginning, where they have to film out of sequence because of actor mm-hmm. availability or whatever. So mm-hmm. Anyway, that could be as well. So, do you so think they're going to bring the whole governor story in? Yeah, I okay. do. Um, I think that it might get rearranged a little bit to keep to maximize the amount of time that Roger and Bree are kept in season six, like in the past. I think they might rearrange it so that all of that still happens when Roger and Bree are there. Oh, is okay. kind of my thought on it. Just because we spent so much time with Roger and Bree not being there. And then we're looking at potentially two more seasons of them not being with Jamie and Claire. So I really see them leaving in the season six finale is kind of oh, my okay. my thought on it. So you think they're going to be there for the house burning, for all that stuff? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, hmm. Yeah, I think so. Just because, like I said, like we have so much in front of us with them being separated from Jamie and Claire. They're going to want to maximize this, the amount of time that they're together. I think it's just my thought. What are your, so you didn't tell me what like favorite scenes you'd like to see in that are your like favorite little moments in a breath of snow and ashes that you hope they get into the show. Well, honestly, so I'm a sucker for any good Jamie and Claire scene. I think everybody is. <laughs> oh, cool. um, honestly, one of the scenes that I really wanted to see um, 
was the scene after Claire's abduction that's just between Jamie and Claire. And they have this very frank conversation about what happened and that he's saying, you know, like, I understand what happened. And she's like, the fuck you do like you know um Mm -hmm. I want that conversation I and I know they did a little bit of it in the season five finale but I really just want to see that and I think that maybe that might be something that we get in the season six premiere like I said but also the scene between Jamie and Claire after Malva's accusation when they're by the spring and he's telling her about um Mary McNabb and his experience with her. I, I really love that scene between Jamie and Claire. Cause it's a moment where we really see the trust between Jamie and Claire that like, they're really mm-hmm. unshakable in, in that, that like Claire knows without a shadow of a doubt that Jamie would never ever do that. And like, she's really shocked when he tells her about Mary, but she can't be mad about it as much as she, she tries to be mad about it, but she, she really can't. And, um, to see that honesty between two characters, it's really refreshing. Um, mm-hmm. because we live in a day and age in television where there's so much like, like they've said before this, will they, or won't they, what's going to take them apart? Like, no, they're solidly together and there's not a, not a thing that they don't know about each other, you know? So I'm really hoping to get that, that scene. You know, um, Roger, there's supposed to be good, so, big, solid connection. Like they're going to, they work on that for this yeah. season. Like to, That's you know, what, solid yeah. connection. So um, hopefully, you know, they will show that. I, I just can't imagine them not, them like waiting to the very finale for, for Roger and Bree to go back. But I mean, you know, and have all them there for all that stuff. Because that was one of the things was like, thank God the kids aren't here. Thank God they're gone and they're not yeah. you know, at risk. They had nobody else to help them. That was the whole, like yeah. if Roger was there, they were all like, if Roger was here, he could have tried to facilitate this and calm the whole situation, you know, but he yeah. wasn't, you know, like he was that guy. He's like the consigliere of Fraser's Ridge, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, you know, he's like the one that brings people together without him there. Like there was like the peacemaker yeah. between anything. So that was kind of, I, I'd be surprised that, they were there for all that and then would still leave um yeah. i don't know yeah i mean and it'll be interesting because they like to move stuff around so much that yeah it'll be interesting to see if they even do things in the same order that they do them in the books <laughs> um, um how about the revolution and battle stuff and and you know that whole aspect um, do you think we're, I mean, they, like, I think in the book, we had the battle on Moore's Creek Bridge. Mm-hmm. Um, you think we're going to get that? That's going to be their battle this year? Or, or, I do, you know, just because thing? that's really the only type of thing like that that we get in A Breath of Snow and Ashes. And mm-hmm. Meryl Davis has already kind of dropped the hint that they are going to have a big battle sequence of some sort. Uh, They say we do it in every season and we have one in season six, um, but we're saving it for the end, hoping that COVID restrictions will make it a little bit easier. Oh, Um, saving it for the end? Well, like filming wise. um, Okay. Because of COVID restrictions, they're hoping to be able to have more extras involved versus having to film these people over here and film these people over here and then smack it together and post. They're hoping it'll be a little more simple if they put it off a little bit, I think. 
Um, but yeah, she did drop the hint that they do have a big battle sequence at um, in season six. And I was thinking, I'm like, so that was the only there. one. Yeah, that was the only one then in Do you think they're going to have Major McDonald then? He's going to be introduced. You think that was that little general? That's what, mm-hmm. I think that that was Major McDonald that we saw in the, um, in the little clip. He looked like an old man there. I he did. Like, that's he looked like Tim look Downey old. so much on a glimpse. Somebody was I like, what? Think. I was like, Governor Tryon's back. <laughs> what are you doing here? <laughs> yeah, I know. And I'm like, it has to be Major McDonald is so yeah, but he's this tiny little guy. I always pictured Major McDonald as Jamie takes him out in yeah. that in that scene. I know. So uh, you know, yeah. I really. I'm. Not, well, are they going to be able to train the cat to attack? Him? God, I hope so. <laughs> Damn cat! <laughs> they can't train Rollo to be ferocious. They're not going to be able to train Ashley to be right? a bad cat. <laughs> Oh they got their little cute little pig to be the white sail. I was like, okay, none of these animals are t- are like terrors. Like they're supposed. To I know be. they didn't have um Claire's piece of work horse. That um, God, what was his name? Uh, uh, Judas. Judas, yeah, Judas. <laughs> oh my God. Um, let's see what else do we have up here. Well, um, journey. Um, so, you know, they've kind of changed because mm, a lot of yeah. the, 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 um, I guess they're just going to have him come up with that. Like, cause a lot of the motivation for that they've already done or taken out. Um, um hold on. Hey, Katie. Yes. This will be on, um, the available via the Sassnack files podcast, um, either tomorrow or the next day. So yeah. Um, no worries. Anyway. Go ahead with what you were saying. That'll be fun. Yeah. I'll be able to post it on my page so I can share it with people. Um, okay, so you think that so so you think that Fergus and Marcel are gonna be off the ridge very early. I really don't think so because I think they want to keep them active in their storyline. They want to keep they you know, they feel like Lauren Lyle's gold. Mm-hmm. I know that for, that Cesar looked all happy as, you know, a pig and poo, you know what I mean? <laughs> Um, you know, like with his, what they've done with him. And I, I had somebody that directed my blog mm-hmm. to them and I talked about that a lot in the blog. Yeah. Um, and then he did this, this thing right after, and mm-hmm. he kind of talked about things I said in there, That's which fun. La- made me laugh. But, um, he was like, I think if you're a book reader, you're going to be very happy. Mm-hmm. It's going really well. We're filming. Like, so he sounds like he's still very active and very pleased with how much yeah. like screen time he's getting. So I'm kind of thinking that they're around for most of the season. I mean, there is a point where they got to leave, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I'm glad you said that, um, Christine, because I was just about to ask her about that. What are they going to do with Jocasta's storyline? Because they've totally, you know, like, hellified you know, the smithereens. There's like, yeah. you know, everything that was around her, Ulysses is gone. There's no Ulysses, like for that whole yeah. story. They kind of made no, no effort with the gold being in the mausoleum, like everything that's kind of drama around her. It seems to be going, but she is filming. She is in the season. I, so like, what are they doing with her? Do I think? will tell you that I did see um, behind the scenes shots of them at the mansion at Jocasta's okay. plantation. 
Um, so I think that they are doing the, the Flora, um, McDonald. Flora McDonald storyline. So okay. potentially maybe that's where we're going to get a little bit more of the story of the Frenchman's gold. I'm not sure exactly how they're going to bring it about because Bonnet's gone. And um, yeah, that was such a good scene oh. too. I feel bad that they, yeah. that they uh, you know, where they did the whole barn yep. and they were rushing out and all that. Whole, yeah. That's so, yeah. So I think that they are potentially going to bring it in. I know that they, I, I'm 95% sure that that's what they were filming. Um, the floor McDonald stuff. So um, that will all be in there. I am kind of wondering if they will be her and um, what's her husband's name? Uh, Duncan. Duncan um, will leave due to some drama that happened. I'm not sure. Um, or whether they'll just write her into the show like they did with Myrta. Um, and she'll just be a permanent fixture. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Yeah, that whole thing kind of blew up. But I'm, I'm curious, like, they kind of, like, ruined a lot of her storylines. They did. By, you know, that was another casualty of the big M, you know. But Yeah, and it makes you wonder. Like, what are we doing with her, you know? Yep, and it makes you wonder, like, okay, so um, are they going to, were her and Ulysses involved in the show? Or were they just really close friends? Like, how are, are they going to bring this back in somehow? Or is Ulysses it just. Ulysses is gone. I know he is, but like, you know, there are so many things that could happen after the fact with that, like rumors going around that she was in a relationship with one of her slaves or whatever. I'm just, I don't know for sure that any of that is a thing. I'm just throwing it out there. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I really don't know what they're going to do with Jocasta is the long and short of it. Um, because they really did just basically shred her entire storyline last yeah, they season. They really so, did. They really did. Um, yeah. You know, there's so much that kind of got messed up there. So, but he's there. So I was just curious what you think that, you know. She is there. That. Yeah. So it's very interesting. Um, yeah. They showed um, her partying with, uh, with John Bell. Uh, so in some like little TikTok thing or something, yeah. you saw them together. So she's definitely there filming. Mm -hmm. Um but David is now gone. He's back yeah. home. Yeah. Yes, I saw that. He's back in Sydney. Done. Yeah. So all of that storyline is done. So I'm thinking now might be kind of when they're, I thought now would be when they're doing the battle and stuff, maybe. Um, maybe. Or maybe when they're doing the whole take them up to, you know, the whole brown confrontation. That could be like in the back half. That's kind of what I was thinking, Carrie. Uh, she says, Ulysses is with John, so maybe he brings him back to Jocasta's oh, with that's him. That's a good idea. That's a thought. Um, yeah, that's kind that's of what I was thinking. Um, oh, and there's also the whole thing about revealing, revealing Phaedra's parentage, but I don't know if they will include that because the actress that plays Phaedra is nowhere to be seen. They didn't have her in season five at all. Have, so Yeah, they said she had conflicts, but maybe mm -hmm. she can come back. Now. Maybe. So maybe that'll be part of it with all of that. Um, because it kind of all does play into the Frenchman gold storyline a little bit. Like I could see how they could weave, weave it all together. Um, I don't what's, know. I wonder what's going to be, are they going to even, you know how in, in the book, um, when Roger is getting ordained, that's when he finds out about Bonnet and that interrupts his ordination. 
mm-hmm. and keeps them from getting ordained because you have to take off for that. But now that's gone. Mm-hmm. So something has to interrupt that because that's important that he doesn't actually get ordained. Right. Yeah. Um, for the future of the story. So mm-hmm. um, like there will be something else he's alerted to that he has to come help yeah. of some sort. I'm thinking, or they're just going to not do him being ordained. They're going to just say he's the pastor. <laughs> it may be <laughs> something. Yeah. I mean, cause I was going to say like, it may be something that they end up doing him pursuing that whole path in the future, but he really has this like moment of self doubt where he's really not sure. Like he's in limbo once he gets back to the future, as far as like, if right. he wants to continue teaching or if he wants to continue to try to be a minister. So um, right. I'm not sure if they will. Um, yeah. I'm not sure. It's a good question. They do broach it. I mean, they, they're covering that storyline. So mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know. Um, how, here's my question. One thing okay. that I am genuinely curious about, um, and it's not on the list because I just thought about this, but mm-hmm. do you think that Roger and Bree's struggle with infertility may be a storyline between them this season? Because they do struggle to get pregnant with mm-hmm. Mandy. Um, and I know that that's a more like broachable subject now. It's kind of out there more than it has ever been. Um, infertility. So I'm wondering if that's going to be something to bring like relevant things that people struggle with into Outlander. Cause I know they tend to do that's that. Possible. So, yeah, no, that's possible. Um, she was a long time coming cause she was very special. She took oh, longer to, he took longer to make, you know what I mean? And yeah. Like, well, things were worth waiting for, she but um, I do love her. Yes. Uh, anyway, uh, so yeah, um, I, that's a good thing. I I can see them doing that. I can see them doing that. Good thought there, Chelsea. Um, do you think they're going to do the whole issue with um, Manfred and Utah and her trying to attack Claire and that whole, you know, ha- them like cursing their name in the town? Because, you know, what she accused them of having, you know, um, whatever. I, I'm not sure. I know that the, the McGillivrays are already wrapped. So whatever, really? they're already wrapped for the season. Um, I saw them, the McGillivrays. Uta oh, and... Okay. Um, shit, what's his name? Whatever. Uh, I saw on Instagram, they, they posted and they did the scene around the campfire um, where I think that's, you know, where Lizzie's doing all the flirting and Malva, yeah, and all of that, you know, with Manfred oh. and whatnot. Well, so, with the engagement party or, or whatever, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Yes. So, um, that whole thing went down. Um, I saw that on Instagram, but then they were, they were done, I guess. So either they front loaded all of that stuff into the beginning of the season, cause that was probably a month or so ago. That all of that got, um, was done. So I'm not sure, but I do know that if, cause all of that happens a little bit later in book six, right. With them like Bash and Claire and like. That the... happens right after Malva. Uh, I mean, um, when does that happen? Let me think. Um, that happens. Doesn't that happen after the Malva thing? 
I don't remember. remember. It's been a long time since I've read book six. So <laughs> I know I got to I got to definitely reread it before the before the thing. Yeah. So um, I don't know. I can't uh, remember. I thought it I happened a little bit later because. It was after Lizzie broke her engagement and they were pissed about that. And then everybody's accusing Claire of being a murderer. So, <laughs> um, yeah, her name was Mud. But Manfred um, had some sort of STD, right? And they were trying to cure yeah, him of was- that. Right. And, 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 and she she's said like, that. And, You're yeah. spreading rumors about my son, blah, blah, blah. Right. And then she had a PTSD moment. This is why I'm asking, because yeah, it yeah. would be a good chance for them to show the PTSD. Uh-huh. Well, she kind of started going into a panic and started yeah. swinging out and goes, oh, she's a mad woman. I understand. Uh-huh. Remember yeah. that? So yeah. it kind of, you know, and Ro- and Jamie had like was standing in front of her and she was like freaking out yeah. because she thought being attacked, like, mm-hmm. you know, so yeah. I could see them showing it to show her PTSD, you know, because yeah, they're going to want to show that. But I'm wondering if they won't move it earlier, earlier. like into That's earlier. Yeah. Especially if they're going to have Lizzie with the boys by episode three. That's already yeah. have, will have had to happen. Yeah. That's, yeah. It's going to be interest, interesting for sure. Yeah, but they're going to order that. I wonder if they won't. Yeah. I don't know. It'll be, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Short and the long of it. I don't know. <laughs> How about the board? Does the board have anything they want to ask? We'll see because we're. Yeah. It's before the mail the stuff. Yes, that's what I thought it was before the mail the stuff. Um, they're saying on the board that it happens before Malva. Yeah. So yeah, I, I could see that being early, and that would fit in with maybe it's happening in Echoes, you know, yeah. where she comes in and attacks, because that would produce an echo of her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there are a couple of times, um, speaking of things that I would really like to see, um, is the scene where they're at the Flora McDonald thing and Claire kind of has a a freak out moment over by the mausoleum and Jamie's just like, he totally recognizes what's happening. And he's he's just, yeah, yep. yep, And takes her over. He's like, okay, (laughs) you just, you sit and chill and it'll be okay. Just calm down. And I really did like that because honestly, like we talk about all the sexual assault and everything that happens in this show, but if you're not doing the follow through of it and showing that this is why we included this first one and Jamie had to go through this so that by the time we get to Claire and what she's going through, he understands what she's got, what she's going through and that she, she needs a hot minute. Like she, mm-hmm. she just needs to go somewhere quiet and calm down and work through it. But if he didn't go through all of that in season one, he wouldn't be as sensitive to what Claire is going through now. So I think that you have to have the follow through of that. And that's another reason that I really want to see that scene. How about everybody out there that's watching? Do you guys have a favorite scene that you hope really gets into um, season six that you'd like to see from the book? Let us know so we can see if we'd like to... How, we, how they might fit it. Veronica says, often they include the minor book characters just as a nod to the readers without actually developing their storylines, which is true. So I could see that happening with Bobby Higgins. Um, yeah. 
also because Bobby Higgins was part of the the Boston massacre, right? And that was his whole story. That's why he yes. has the M on his face, and that's why I think that that John might bring like he mm-hmm. might have taken him, but then saw he was having issues and problems with with yep. being in his circle, and might have said, you know, let me bring you and see if you can talk to Jamie about mm-hmm. it, you know, and so forth. So I could see them twisting it that way to make it work, and then using it as another way to have John in the story, yes. you know, physically. Mm-hmm. I was just going to say that um, that reminds me. So before I have a recommendation to everyone. So before season six comes out, do yourself a favor and watch Sons of Liberty on stars. It's like eight episodes, but it covers all of that stuff, like in the lead up to of the American Revolution really getting going. It's happening at the same time that a lot of the stuff for season six is going on on the ridge. And it gives you a greater appreciation for where we're at in history at that moment. Karen says, I really want to see Ian's backstory section. Oh, yeah. Upon. Yes, yes. Oh, mm-hmm. you mean that when they see the um, when they see the mammoth in the rock mm-hmm. thing, when he goes on a hike with Bree? Um, yep. Yeah, but I mean, I think we're going to get a lot of that in an actual flashback. I do, too. Um, yeah, like they're going to show it and rather than him just tell the story. I think they're going to show it. Yeah, um, because but- John Bell dropped a little hint and he was like, today's scene or whatever. And it was like uh, a guy emoji and a girl emoji with a heart in the middle and like grass and like stuff like that. So I'm like, okay, so they're filming some flashback scenes right. um, was kind of right. my indication there. And so I definitely think we're going to get his story. Um, that could possibly be in Echoes too. I mean, that might be his Echo if we're looking yeah. Yes, I could see that he could, be, you know, they could do that with his echo because he definitely they're going to put that in the echo episode. I think they're going to do something with mm-hmm. it, with him because that is a big echo and that's a storyline they've left left like, dangling, yeah, dangling big time. You know what yep. I mean? So I and they he did that a while ago. So I'm thinking mm-hmm. they might have done that very early. So it's likely that they might have put that into the Echo episode. So basically, yeah. like all of these people have their issues that they're reckoning with. Yep. Um, and so we'll get to see that. But you know what? Um, regarding that, I wanted to say the person that posted the thing with the church, because I was wondering if they were going to bring in the, the, the whole Indian, um, you know, Native American thing with the COVID thing. Uh-huh. But he said that the scenes with the church, there was a lot of Indian Indians oh. people that were coming to, you know, that are in the Indian barb and so forth that were coming into those scenes and being filmed i don't know if the indians are coming to church but right you know, like they were in the they were around in her filming that oh, interesting saw. so they do have them in the in the in the season you know, well they did somehow work that in which begs the question did they keep or cut uh, jamie indian agent I'm because i figured that was a donezo thing because i didn't figure they would bring the people in from Canada as the first, right. the first nation actors because of COVID. Right. So I figured it was just going to get cut altogether, but that's interesting. Right. Cause I, I like that storyline, you know, mm-hmm. I love the whole thing with, I mean, it's comedic. You know? Yeah. And that's what like, I was going to say. It's like, it's another chance for a little giggle, but yes. <laughs> yeah. And you know, what other scene I really like too, that I hope they do is Jamie that I could see being very visual mm-hmm. Jamie protecting the printer from being torn feathered and yelling yep. at everybody and having yep. people, like waving everybody off and yelling back and stuff and doing all that i'd like to see that you know um as well 
So I could see them putting that in, For you know, sure. him, yeah. him, him, him protecting that. Um, let me see what else. His relationship range. Um, Veronica says, I want them to do Lizzie and the twins as a big reveal. Like it looks like she's interested in one of them because we can't tell that she is not always with the same one. And then at some point, it suddenly turns into a reveal that she's with both of them. <laughs> Chelsea's not big on the, on the Lizzie and the twins story. <laughs> I mean, that's part of it. So it yeah, is what it is. It's but... in there. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just be like, like okay, it's in there. Just really hoping it's not going to be like a whole episode thing because I'm going to be like, yeah. okay, that one's at the bottom. I of think my it's going to be part of Roger's, uh, you know, coming to be a minister story, you know, mm -hmm. because that's part of it. He was kind of thrilled to have his first wedding, you know, yeah, you know, and he kind of was like, you know, um, so I don't know. Who do you think Claire will operate on this season? Well, Tom. The, the, oh, they're gonna they're gonna do the ether story or make the ether. Yeah, that might be another thing John does, you know, because he get, he mm -hmm. sends it to her, but I it, via via yeah. Bobby, mm -hmm. but maybe he comes and brings it, you know, with yeah. Bob. Possible. In that case, Amy's son gets the that operation. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So. Let's talk about Jamie and Tom a little bit and their backstory. Yes. And are we going to have that as all flashbacks as yes. well? I think yeah. so. I think that yeah. that'll, that's part of what um, David Barry's presence so early on was about. I think we might get some flashbacks. That's to true. Yes. yes. Um, that's true. Yeah. So that was that kind was of my point. inkling when I saw he was on set so early. I was like, okay, are we doing mm. some Ardsmere flashbacks? Because I also saw that they were filming outside dune castle which i know with covid restrictions in scotland they're only allowed to do so far of a radius as they're not allowed to like go everywhere like they have been previously so mm -hmm. i'm thinking that dune castle was closer to their bubble than the original where they filmed ardsmere and if you're okay. just doing if you're not doing like big scale open shots like wide right. shots it's it could double easily so i'm i'm have an inkling that might have been what they were filming there yeah because I, I heard about that and i'm thinking what 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 is that you mm -hmm. know so yes that's possible yeah and i could see i mean i think that would be an interesting thing to see to mm -hmm. give you the big another perspective yep. of Ardsmuir, and then you know they could definitely put lord john into that story that would be a, that's a great mm -hmm. idea that might be exactly what they're doing you give him this give him a um a reason to be there yeah know, because the i mean when you think about all the resentment that tom has towards jamie i mean i think it goes deeper than the whole religious divide i mean jamie is everything that tom wants he wants to be the authoritative figure he wants to be the person that people go to for help and the fact that jamie was in with lord john and that tom's Tom didn't matter at all. I'm sure that really just got under his skin, you know? Yeah, yeah. We didn't really get that part of the story, but right. yeah, that definitely would, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, because he wasn't like the respectable one. I'm the one that's yep. educated and respectable, damn yep. it, you know? Even mm -hmm. though so was Jamie, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, but um, so yeah, I think he saw that... him as higher than him, than, you know, he saw himself higher 
Yep. So yeah, I, I, I could see that. I definitely would love to see, cause I felt like, you know, Ardsmere got a little shortchanged. We didn't get mm-hmm. to see, I felt like it became all about Murtaugh and Jamie protecting Murtaugh instead of what it was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And so I'd like to actually see it again, where, you know, like you're seeing him more with the men, you're seeing how mm-hmm. he organizes and like, you know, he does his thing with the men and like, yep. you know, so I, I hope that they do show that. That would be great. Although that they might end up bringing birds up. <laughs> no, legit. I've already had this discussion. I'm like, any excuse to bring Duncan back, but I'm also like, you know, at least he's, he's already dead. And they're saying he was there. They would, they would bring him back. Yeah. And I, I, he, we know he's in Scotland because we've seen him with uh, Sophie on social okay. media. So I would not be surprised at all if he <laughs> pops probably up. Count on that. I think and so. Like, yeah. Yay! Hey! <laughs> oh, they could bring Duncan back for those flashbacks. Yeah, that's what Veronica's saying. Hundred oh, percent. Sure. I I am almost guaranteed. Absolutely. Guaranteed we're gonna see Absolutely. Him. You thought he was gone. Nope. <laughs> but that's why I said we're at least he's dead for all he's and- worth. He can't have any impact on future plot. He's just popped yes. in and out. Yes. So. <laughs> There's that. Didn't oh get me started. Goodness gracious. <laughs> yeah. Um, so let's see. Yeah. I think that. Oh, the burning of the big house and that whole, that whole thing. That's gonna I know, be a big and one. I almost feel like it's criminal now with that house the way it is. I know, Are it's really so pretty. Burn it? I know. I mean, my God, it almost feels like, God, sell it to me. Don't burn it. <laughs> it's gorgeous now. It's like, it, it's like, seems so criminal to do that now. Um, but I mean. It makes sense that they're doing the ether though, because how else are they going to burn it down when they're so conscious about like okay we know it's supposed to burn down so make sure all the fires are smothered and that there's no candles lit and you know so i mean really like they're gonna make up a scene about somebody dropping a candle they're gonna play up a lot of uh, brianna's invention stuff i saw in a picture the matchsticks yeah but i'm thinking they're gonna do all the other stuff she tries to invent and do you know well i know that there's a well with a well pump um because i saw it in a in its in the courtyard area of like the big house like out front because i saw a picture of it that she posted um like from the porch of the big house looking out and i was like okay so there's number one but i do know they're playing that up a little bit because um one of the big things this season is roger and brie finding their path forward now that they've decided to stay um so we're going to see a little bit more of Brianna's engineer side and we're going to see Roger deciding to become a minister. And those are going to be two pretty significant storylines, I think. When some pop this face in. Um, <laughs> no problem. <laughs> um, well, so, what's his name come back to the house burning? Oh, yeah, guaranteed. Donner. Donner will be back for sure. That's the only the reason. I, I mean... The season five finale could have easily gone without him being there. They wouldn't have thrown him in if they weren't planning on bringing him back. They would have just left him right. out completely. So, yeah, he'll be back. Because they went through the trouble of Claire saying, I have gemstones and, I, you know, we can pay you whatever you need. Just get me out of here. Like, right. they didn't no, need no, all they of that. They had her ask him, 
-hmm. Did you see an Indian there? Like ask him, you know, at the river when she Mm -hmm. was washing or whatever. So if they did, and he said, no, you know, or whatever he, they had that conversation. Mm -hmm. Um, So. So that could be another, that's another scene where Jocasta can be back because Donner first makes his reappearance at, um, at River Run. He mm-hmm. comes and finds Brianna. So, Lord knows. How we don't know. This is a total, like, a total, you know, doesn't have any impact on story. But how about the rooms? Are we going to see Roger in the rooms? I really hope so. And I yeah, we did see. Too. No, there was a, um, in the very first little video that we got when it was showing all the prop pieces, the there was a little wooden car. car. Yes. Yes. So, they will be in there, whether they're actually like a storyline or if they're just a prop piece that somebody's playing with, you know, mm-hmm. um, but they'll for sure be there because they went through the, they went every se- It's so well calculated. Those little like blips they give us, they're like, yep. and we're going to show them a half a second blip of this car. And then whenever they freeze frame everything and break it down, they'll be able to see it all in there. Right. So. If they're really <laughs> dedicated fans. Yeah. They'll notice. The people we want sure. to notice will notice and they'll be happy and thrilled. Mm-hmm. And the ones that don't notice, they're probably not that into They it won't anyway. care. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's there for the people that care. And if the people don't, the people that don't care won't notice. So, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because if anybody was smart, they would go, well, how would they know to make a car? There is no cars, you know, like they wouldn't mm-hmm. have had that out back there. So they wouldn't yeah. know to make it, you know, so I mean, it's like a toy. Yeah, and obviously I want there to be that moment where Roger gives the broom to Jimmy or whatever. Like, I want that to be, because they, they played up his whittling skills. Like, he was making a high chair okay. for for Jimmy in Journey Cake. Hobby horse. We saw a hobby horse. Yeah, hobby horse. So, I mean, yeah. like, there's, and he made the stairs in the loft. So, I mean, we know he's becoming more handy. So, it's not like it'd be like, oh, when did Roger develop this talent? Like... Well, I really want to see when they go back, I'll see them show up like in the 20th century and Jimmy see a car and go, Vroom! Vroom! Yeah, that's <laughs> yes. <what I'm> <laughs> uh, yes, and I, I'm, I'm really looking forward to them being back at Lolly Brock and like seeing, honestly, I'm so excited to see Lolly Brock with 60 or with 80s decor in it. Like, yes. I'm just really excited about yes. that. You know, like, <laughs> like a modern law, but you know, they yeah. made it look so bad when they had that scene where Claire went back. That's why I'm I mean, like, why looked, would anybody buy that? Habitable. <laughs> and I kept thinking, I, I appreciate what they did here because yeah, you know, it breaks mm-hmm. your heart. But I'm thinking of the future and I'm going like, who's going to buy this and actually try to live here and renovate yep. it, like, so bad, know. you know what I mean? Yep. Um, so, I, it, you know, I'm, I'm curious how they're going to, how they're going to do that. Yeah, um, for sure. I guess they will have shag carpet, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, and I'm also curious on season seven, are they going to, like, because, I, I mean, I actually talked to Graham, because I did the I did the um the Zoom chat thing oh, yeah, yeah. at one point and I informed him, like I said, you know, I said they do they got approved for season seven. Are you gonna be back doing the Buck storyline this season? You know, he has a big storyline in season seven and eight. 
He goes, yeah, I heard. He says they do. He goes to the future. I said, and he goes to the past as well. You know, with and Roger, like Dougal. the whole thing. <laughs> I said, and you meet yourself. Yeah. He said, what? I said, you meet Dougal. Yeah. Oh, you mean we're going to do like split screen stuff and everything? That's cool. He was all down with it. Yeah. I'm like, it's going to be a little weird. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. So, yeah. <laughs> and, and then I'm like, and like, you know, you meet Gayless. She's supposed to be back. And like, there's like a whole thing, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, he's like, really? He didn't know any of that. I'm thinking, or yeah, he did. And he's a really have... good actor. No, I could tell he, he didn't, yeah. he knew something that he goes to the future mm-hmm. and sees the, but like he didn't know the details. But he didn't know about the other trip that they go gotcha. on this buddy trip to the back, you yeah. know, and like run into uh-huh. himself. He didn't yeah. know that part. Gotcha. And he was like really all wow, like, wow, really? And I said, hey, you know, yes. And I, you know, so he he was kind of like, I'm down with it. I'm ready. We'll go. So he wasn't like, yeah. So I'm curious to see how that's going to look. Because I think side by side, it's going to be hard to pull that off, especially because Dougal's supposed to be younger too. Yeah. A little bit. You know, Jessica um, says, LOL, like, sir, please read the source material <laughs> before you sign on for a part like that. Know where it's going, you know? Yeah. Um, this is for, for you. I think it'll be interesting, though, because honestly, with the makeup and then the darker full head of hair and they actually I think he wore contacts, too. So, yeah, like he he oh. didn't have he wasn't I don't think he was blue eyed because that threw me um when I first saw it and then I was like oh my god I think that's Graham and then I was like oh my god it is um but so I think that they can do plus the de-aging on him when he's buck so I mean Dougal's not that much younger than when we meet him in Outlander no but um, he was already older than I think he should have looked yeah you know, but I don't think it's it. like so much older that he's gonna be like a spitting image of buck either mm-hmm. um but yeah, it'll definitely be interesting. Things to look it'll be forward interesting. to. It'll be interesting. Yep. But I, I was laughing because I thought, you know, dude, you know, you should have probably known that <laughs> before you got the part. <laughs> you find one to well, it. it's so frustrating also because they, they should have told you, hey, 411, we're going to need to pull a few more seasons exactly. after this. more of a main character. Yes, that's what's frustrating. We're going to Game of Thrones and these other things because we're going <laughs> to need you more. <laughs> The Witcher, Game of Thrones, like what else do you, let's just throw another two seasons of Outlander in there while you're at it. You're pretty damn regular picking in season eight, I gotta tell you, dude. And I'm really hoping that, I have like intense anxiety about this, okay? (laughs) What? What? There's just so many rumors going around and- About Um. About Sam, like not being that interested in it, resuming. I've heard that too. But. Um, and I do get it because, like, like he had to give up his role in Mr. Malcolm's list because it conflicted with Outlander. And I'm like, how many other roles is he going to have to give up? You know. And I get that professionally. That's frustrating that you have this contractual obligation to this huge show, and so you have to give up being able to do other things. And mm-hmm. so they're not on for season eight. So f- as far as I know, like they have not signed any contract extensions. So I'm like, and this goes back to what I was saying earlier. I'm like, I'm not watching, uh, even if they get picked up for season eight, but Sam or Kat don't come back. 
I'm like, I'm not watching that. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that would yeah. be too, that would like recasting Lord John's one thing, but you know, or recasting, yeah. you know, Jenny, but mm-hmm. I, you can't, you can't recast mm-hmm. the leads. No, you know, especially when they're so perfect for the parts, like, mm-hmm. and you can't envision anybody else playing them. I think they wouldn't want that. You know, yeah. do you think they want to see anybody playing their thing yeah. that they've created and put their mark on? Right. I can, I don't think they would like that either. You yeah. Know? So that's why I'm well, like, when I, I heard they got renewed for that. season seven, I was like, that's fantastic. I'm very happy about that. But also we really need to be working towards season eight because season seven, seven without eight. No, it doesn't. They go it like, they get together sense. like peas and carrots. Yes, exactly. I'm like, you can't <laughs> exactly. do one without the other because exactly. they're pretty much the same story. Season or book seven is a cliffhanger like that rolls right into book eight. Yeah. Um, Roger and Brie are still in the future at the end of book seven. You can't end them in separate storylines you need to at least have book eight because at least they're all back together and you can get a somewhat yeah. happy ending out of or it. they gotta really collapse that into one book yeah if they know they're not gonna go right know, they would need to know that now now because matt them. is breaking yeah. book seven so, now. you know yeah. like they would need to know now they're get, they're not getting an eight and then they could turn around and write it to kind mm-hmm. of bring everybody back to the ridge by the end of which, which i could see and imagine doing that in a whirlwind up and you know yeah. you um, I, I could see it happening. Do. I think it would be extremely tough. You would have to strip a lot out. out. Um, mm-hmm. I think that the, I was trying like to think. Ponderoga and Saratoga and that whole wing I, of, of the seven story. I think they would include a lot of the revolution. I think what would get trimmed out is Willie's storyline, because if you're not going, if you're not going past book eight, Oh, I don't like that. I don't like that choice at all. I don't either. But I'm I'm thinking if you're condensing two thousand plus page books into one season, you're gonna see. You're gonna see. I love him too. (laughs) I love him too. I'm just saying that I think Willie's storyline is probably gonna get cut because if you're not having the impacts of what I'm guessing in book nine is going to be a lot of fallout from that whole situation um if you're not working towards that it doesn't make sense to have it all in there and i think roger and Bree's storyline would be extremely condensed into what forces them back to the future the or the past the idea of, of not doing willie i don't like it either i'm just saying <laughs> <laughs> don't put it out of the universe don't put it out of the universe karen's talking about the lord john a lord john spinoff Yes, Kate can produce it and appear every once in a while. That would free them up for other things. Well, and here's my here's my other here's my other thing is that so there are all these rumors about Sam being fed up with having to give so much up and that he's not renewing his contract. That's the rumors. I'm not saying it's true. I'm saying that it's out there in the Twitterverse. Okay. which is I what gives me I haven't heard anything like that word set said. I just heard he sounds like he's not as thrilled. And like, so my other thing is I know that you have mentioned that supposedly him and David are both open to doing a Lord John miniseries. That has been mm-hmm. said in many yes. conversations. So mm-hmm. 
why would, if Sam was so fed up with playing Jamie Fraser and he wanted to expand himself, why would he be open to playing Jamie in a Lord John spinoff? I don't, so those ideas don't. Like, unless it's the Scottish prisoner where he's more actively in it, but if it's just like, say, Brotherhood and the Blade, he's only has to have three appearances. So if it was scaled back, but I don't know. I think if they're going to adapt anything, it would be the Scottish prisoner. I think that that has the most fascinating storyline, but also you would have to include parts of brotherhood of the blade into an adaptation adaptation of the Scottish prisoner, because people aren't going to understand this tension between Jamie and John. If they don't have that backstory for brotherhood of the blade. I agree. And, and I kind of like the brotherhood of the blade story too, because it informs Percy. And when they Mm -hmm. bring in Pulte, people will get, the backstory of that right you know but um they don't really ever worry about backstory they don't they don't do a lot to cultivate again look at the um tamara says because of all the storylines in later books sam and cat could do less in outlander and more in other projects yes Yes, very true very true i mean Um, half the story takes is not with them you know in season like seven book seven if you actually go by the book at least half the story is not them in it you have like Mm-hmm. Um, Willie, his whole thing going on, you know, mm-hmm. um, Lord John and his whole thing going on, and then you have the Max. So well, all of those separate pieces have other things going on, and then you have also their story. They're just like one yeah. point of the Caltrop. Which <laughs> you were mentioning in season six, will they bring Willie in earlier to like kind of massage the storyline, the timelines together? Mm-hmm. Um, but what I, what had come through my mind was, will they do isolated stories throughout season seven? Like, here's an episode with John and Willie and Hal, and then we're going to do an episode with Bree and Roger and the kids, and then we're going to do a story with Jamie and Claire so that they can get more time, like utilize their that. actors better, I guess. I could see them doing that. I've seen that on other shows that have like multiple um well like this is us this like they spend time with kevin one episode and then they spend an episode with kate and then they spent Mm -hmm. so i mean it has been done and it can be done successfully that too game of thrones would have where you'd see like two worlds and then you would see Mm -hmm. the other another world or land or whatever you want to call it like a story centralized around that Mm -hmm. you know in some of the game of thrones and then you'd only see maybe this character in you know like three or four of the seven or eight episodes you know whatever xyz character we're talking about you know when they're in their world doing their story so Mm -hmm. they could do that i just think that no people won't like it um (laughs) but i think that honestly we know we're getting seven and if it comes down to them like oh we don't really know like seriously stars just throw all the money at them and tell them one more season, guys. We'll do one more season. We'll extend your contract by one year. And then that'll be it. That way we can give a happy ending to everybody. And we'll do it justice. And, like, I would be fine with that. I don't have to have ten seasons. If the actors are miserable and want to do other things, like, I'm not right. going to be that I'm, selfish. I'm down with that. I'm down with that, too. Because, I just want to have And we ending. say that because we haven't read these yet, too. <laughs> 
But we know <laughs> that book to be like, we gotta have these. But we know book eight ends at a good place. And, and I think that's spot. I know, yes. Yeah. It's ends better than seven, that's for sure. I just have the worst feeling book nine is gonna be a cliffhanger and I'm gonna hate my life. So that's why I'm not oh. in any hurry to read it because I'm like, oh really? great, then we'll just have to wait seven more years to get booked in. <laughs> I don't think it's gonna be that long for the I don't I think, think it's gonna be as long wait. I think this book was more was more difficult to setting write up book ten. Had to set up book ten, yes. Yeah. Um, she had to get the storylines where they could come back together yeah. somewhat easily. I think um, so too. So I think it took a little more architecture mm -hmm. um, in the working of the story. So, yeah, for sure. Um, but anyway, yeah, I, that's why I'm not like in too much of a hurry for bees. Like, obviously, I'm going to read it, but I'm taking my I'm time. I'm not in a hurry because I need to finish my, my book. <laughs> so I'm like, but I want to get there and when I'm doing it, then I'm ready. I yeah. want to, I definitely want to read it. Don't talk to me. Don't look at me for at least two weeks. So I can just wallow. Yeah. I <laughs> so I can wallow in my book. Um. <laughs> yeah. I'm still on Voyager. Well, because I've got, I've got so much crap going on right now. I got, mm -hmm. um, I'm, I'm writing a book, so I've got that going on. I know, I'm so impressed with you that you're doing Thanks. that, you know, good for you. Um, I'm, I'm amazed. I don't know where you're finding the time, but I'm amazed. <laughs> I know. And I'm like, my editor's like, well, like, you seem to have yes. a lot of time. You're yeah. doing very well. <laughs> my editor's like, you seem to have a lot of time. And I'm like, that's because I'm on a break from my podcast. Once that starts back up in a week, it's going to be. She's on a break. <laughs> We were on a break. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh my God. Yeah. So, oh yes. So what did you think of the new daily lines that got released last week? Cause they gave me anxiety. I was like, oh my God, I can't. And I think she totally was sitting there going like this. This is going to make them so freaked out <laughs> yes <laughs> totally um totally but yeah i think that was basically he's going somewhere that's dangerous like he always does it's, it's typical jamie's in danger all the time i think he so, got called back i think he got called up i think he's gonna yeah, have to I go back has, i think that he has to go because mm -hmm. they're going to be getting involved in the southern campaign um of yep. the revolution so i think that's part of it um what do you think that because i spent some time in north carolina last summer um and, and in, is going to be targeted we've been reading a little bit of that he's going to be targeted because now if he's eligible to get that that inheritance mm -hmm. like the yeah. british are going to not want him to get it you know well and so he's become a target i believe in bees yeah probably i read like a um, back I spent some time in Blowing Rock and in Boone County in North Carolina last summer, uh, which was, which is where Fraser's Ridge is, um, roughly. And they have some 18th century cabins in a little like mu museum in Boone there. And it's like a living history museum. It's really cool. But they were talking about um during the revolutionary war I've been there. i went to that yes it's great it's really cool and they were yes. talking about in the revolutionary war how they tried to break into um uh, basically um 
the Blue Ridge Mountains and all the settlements of the Scots and the Scots-Irish up in there. And they got driven back out. So I'm wondering, is that going to be something that we're going to see in these? Because I feel like it's just ripe for all kinds of interesting stuff for Diana to to write in. Well, yeah, I think all of that Southern campaign that they're doing mm -hmm. with the back of the revolution at Kings Mountain, uh, Cow Pens, all that's all of those mm -hmm. battles, yep. all that stuff that goes down. Nathaniel Green leads a lot of it. You bring yep. it brings Dan Morgan back into mm -hmm. it. Like all of that stuff is what you know is really kind of in his backyard. You know right. I mean? And like, you know, and she went through so all I, the I trouble of see them doing that. Yeah, they and it put the ridge in jeopardy. Yeah, and she went through all the trouble of putting them through everything they went through in Moby to get them back to the ridge. Exactly. So why would she do that if she wasn't planning on having some sort of we're there in jeopardy yeah. and so yeah. he has to do that to, to exactly. save his people. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, I could definitely that's what I think's you know, you definitely see them doing going places, get you know, being gun runners, you know, having guns coming in on you know on their watch and yeah, it's gonna be a humdinger. She said to expect a lot of drama. Oh, I'm lot, sure. Well, you know, a lot of like moments you'll need tissues. Oh god. Yeah. <laughs> um Veronica says I want to see Jamie in that blue uniform. Sam looks so good in blue. Uh, He's going to oh, look yes, so good in the blue and buff of the Continental Army. It's going to oh, it's going to yes. be great. Much better than that red coat. <laughs> um Veronica says I miss cold. your podcast. Well, next week Aww. we're going to be starting up with season 4, so you don't have to wait much longer. I promise. I was just taking a bit of a breather because I was a bit burnt out, but we're working through it. Um, there was one other thing. Oh, this is a good one. Let's prognosticate. Um, what kind of musical theme do you think we're going to see in this theme, in the new theme song for season six? Oh. I think we're going to see some fife and drum. Yeah, I think they're, I was just about to say, I think they're going to get, you're going to get that mountain vibe, but you're going to get it more infused with more military military vibe mixed mm -hmm. into it again. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think they're going to kind of go into a where, um, you know, the sound like they had in season four rather than that coral thing. Mm -hmm. They had more of like the mountain the blue vibe. Red. Yeah. Yeah. The, I yeah. think they're going to use that vibe with like mixed in with military. In, yeah, in like that, kind of like I mean? a, a military yeah. tattoo underneath Mixed it. Mixed into yeah. a country sounding thing, you know, because yeah. that wouldn't really go with like coral. They can't really no. put it over top of coral. I think they'll <laughs> save like, I think they'll save like the typical fife and drum stuff. I think we'll really get, you know how um, at the end of season three, like as the credits rolled on Eye of the Storm, how we got that very <laughs> yeah. colonial America type I think we'll get more of that for season seven as the, cause the revolution is upon them in season seven. Like it's there at their doorstep. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, whereas we're still kind of building toward it. Um, in season six, like we'll, we'll have massive historical events that are taking place at the same time, like the Boston massacre and right. things and like that. Area up north. Yeah. Yes. Um, which is why I recommended watching sons of Liberty because all of that stuff happens in sons of Liberty. Yeah. So, I've seen that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but so, yeah, I don't think we'll get like a total military feel on the season six theme song, but I think that it'll, like it'll start, it. yep, start going that way. Like little mm -hmm. mixed in. Yeah, you know? mm -hmm. yeah for <laughs> you sure. Like my, you like my, uh, 
my little, uh, you know, fake. Yes. I like your sound effects. You know, I can see, I can see Veronica is probably over there going, yeah, stick with your day job, Ange. <laughs> Please not peak not singing. Musically the, inclined. <laughs> Please not peak singing the theme song like Sam suggested is what Carrie says. <laughs> no, they'll stick with Raya. They'll stick with what they what they know. I think that yeah, I that do think she'll like, be back. I don't fire that pink thing. I'm like, that's not going to happen. They're no. not going to do that. I do think that we will get the Skyboat song um, by Raya back, though. I think that the choral, oh. like, the theme of community was the whole reason that they did that in season five. But, I mean, we've already talked about the fact that season six, we're going to see that community start to divide a little bit. Yes. So, um, so that choral is going to be broken. Yeah. We're going to yeah. have busted up choral. Yeah. <laughs> That unity, that whole, you know, uh, that unison vibe is going to have to be, you know, maybe that's going to, oh, you know what they could do? Like have it shown. Two like, different like lines high, of singing. Like a high yeah. octave and a mm-hmm. low octave to show the Highlander. The divide, and, and, you know, yeah. Yeah, like through the keys it's played in or mm-hmm. something like that, you know, yeah. or, or something where yeah. you're showing a high version versus a low version battling or something. Yeah. I did find it extremely interesting that in that um, that little clip that we got um, where they were showing like under uh, officially filming or whatever, that mm-hmm. um, Jamie was in his kilt movie. again. Yeah. Which I found interesting as well. Um, what about those big buildings that were on the set? Look like a big, huge barn or a big, huge yeah. it's stable. Like a stable. Yeah. Yeah. That seemed uh, different, didn't it? It's like, hey, I'm, maybe we'll get Hot Barn that? Sex Part 2. The one, You know the one that I'm talking about <laughs> yes. after the New Year's celebration? Maybe they'll do it yeah. right this time. <laughs> yes, we always like the good, the Hot Barn Sex to work. Yeah, Hot Barn Rumpy Pumpy. I um, mean, come on, because like that was hot. And they were both a little tipsy, but it was like, it has so much potential. I hope they do it right your, this time. What, what main, what's your go-to favorite Roger and Bree moment in season six that you hope to see? Or in book six? In book six. Let's see. I mean, my favorite Roger moment, honestly, is... I can't think of a Roger and Brie one together right now. Um, but my favorite Roger moment was um, when he's like sitting with Claire while she's sick and he's like praying over her. Praying over her. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I, I love, love that. that. Yeah. I do too. I do too. And but, he's like yeah. trying to make her feel like you think they're going to make her bald in the. I like, don't, I think they will severely cut her hair. I think she'll have okay. a bob. Um, and I don't she, know if they'll like, shave freaks it. out that she doesn't have her hair. I know. Like, don't She's like, like don't let Jamie see, see me like this. Yeah. Oh. oh, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, she's already up at you. Don't, you know, and then he tells her she's beautiful and kisses her. Oh, it's just a sweet moment. It's a beautiful moment. It really I is. I really do hope they do that, too. Yeah. And, and I like, think they will. I this- just kiss too many women. <laughs> they will get it. Get over it. <laughs> Roger's an affectionate guy. Leave him alone. He's our I kinky mean, Roger. A, it's we like love his him. Mom, okay? Like, <laughs> yeah, stop. And they 
like their uh, Roger and Claire scenes. I feel like we get at least one a season. Yeah, so. they really do. They do Roger and Claire more than Roger and Jamie. We do. Which, we like, get Roger and Claire more than we get Jamie and Bree. Like we get more Roger and Claire than we get even Roger and Bree. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like <laughs> Lord, like, Jesus. <laughs> so yeah. So uh, we're at two hours there, bud. I know. You I knew it was going to happen. It's cool. <laughs> Thanks just for the 13 you. people that are still sticking we're doing around. 90 minutes max, so I'm just letting you know. You're with we're me. Cool. See, it's me. I'm affecting you with my friend. No, I always go over with these lives because we just get to talking about whatever. Yeah. And it's, yeah. It's well, fine. hopefully everybody out there is having a good time or yes. enjoying it. We're um, enjoying the... The, all the comments. Yes. Um, gosh, there was one other thing that I Jessica was like. Says she wants a solo. Um, so <laughs> Jessica says, make her head bald. She can pull it off. <laughs> she can. Well, and here's the thing is if they she go with the bob. About it. She, she yes, said she somebody's did. losing maybe, their hair or something yeah. like that. Or maybe Claire will get a haircut is what something that she said yes, in the interview. Yeah. Claire's getting a haircut or something. Yeah. Jessica said, hey, I told you I had grades to do. (laughs) (laughs) It'll be posted later if you want to catch the rest of it on podcast or you can rewatch. I'm not going to be hurt if you want to go do your grades, Jessica. (laughs) I'm really glad. How many people are here today? I can't um, see this. Well, we had 35 at one point. We Ooh, still got fantastic. Yeah, we still got 14 people hanging on <laughs> with us. So yeah, it's yeah, um, I, I always like award the prize to the to the people that are there at the end of my lives because yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you guys are troopers. Right. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> it's been so fun. Um we got Jamie Payne back. That's the one thing that I was like. Oh, and he's doing an episode too. So I'm curious to see. And also I saw Matt say that they're going to be doing, you know, how they, they got real creative with the visual Mm -hmm. stuff that they did in season five. He said, they'll look for more of that in season six. I mean, I get it. And like some of it was hits, but there were definitely some misses too. So I hate it when they try to get too creative. And I know people liked it. It was okay, but the, it, to me, it it was jarring. And what was? So the silent film. Oh, I didn't like thing. it. Um, I hated it being at the site where we didn't I actually. I wanted play. those scenes. I wanted, I wanted to hear wanted Jamie say, say you're, you're okay, alive. You're alive. I don't yeah. Really on a screen. I was so ticked off about that. I mean, I really was. That really bothered me because I, I wanted to see that. I wanted to see the emotion of that, yep. not it being all black and white. I was mad. And silent. I, yep. I, so that was the part of it that bothered me. You want to do it like in the middle of the thing or whatever, how he's feeling internally. But that wasn't an internal scene. That was an external scene. Yep. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. With other people. So, I mean, I wish they hadn't have done that. But yeah, I like the number my love thing. That was cool. Did you that like was that? A, like I said, that was a hit. Famous last words was a miss, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, I I'm on the fence about how they did perpetual adoration um, because I feel like the editing was really wonky in that episode. I was not a fan of how it was so jarring. Like it cut back and forth, and there was so much like 
overlap and like I get that they were trying to it show that she felt like they didn't know what they wanted to do with that episode yes you exactly. know what I'm saying it was kind of like yeah we're just going to throw a lot of things we couldn't fit in other things which, <laughs> in this episode which does get, concern me just a little bit because that episode was written by Steve Kornacki and Allison Evans and okay. they're writing Allegiance which is 602 okay who um I saw something else up here I wanted to ask you because I know you're real up on who did what episodes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, directors. Did we see these directors besides Jeannie Payne? Mm-hmm. Kate Cheeseman sounds familiar. We had her before, right? Didn't we? No, we have not had Kate Cheeseman or Christiana Obohan Green. Are they good? Have you looked at their credits I, or whatever? I looked at their credits. There's nothing really big. Uh, Kate Cheeseman has done a few TV shows. Um, she seems familiar to me. That's why. Yeah, I, yeah she did thought... sound really familiar to me as well. Um, but um, she's done, like I said, a couple of network TV shows, but nothing mm-hmm. like huge. And then Christiana just had some short films. Um, and, the, and, 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 um, Shana Felwell, she's the one that did oh. um, blood, blood of My Blood. And right, isn't that, yes. wasn't that her? Yes, Shana Fuel has done quite a few episodes. Like um, she did um, Fuel. I Monsters and more. Heroes and Blood of My Blood. Okay. So okay. she's really good. I was excited yes. about her. Um, okay. So Steve Karnacki and, and Allison really... Evans are the wild card. We'll find out whether it's the writing and that we don't doing... like. She's doing the third episode, which is the one Shana we feel is going to focus on Temperance. Roger Mack. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. So she, the ones that, the one for, if she did Monsters and Heroes, she's kind of used to that. She, um, she does, his, she family. adapts his character very well on screen. Yes. Yes. Well, that makes me feel better then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If she did that, because I thought she did a good job mm-hmm. with it, you know, with, yep. with writing for him. Finally, I felt like he somewhat looks like you know is, is the roger i know he was recognizable you know his story um I, I really yeah i'm almost dreading doing that character profile because i'm gonna sound like a real curmudgeon you know what i mean <laughs> so, <laughs> i told my group i said i'm gonna have to really hold myself back you know and they're like don't hold yourself back i'm like no i, I really need to hold myself back or i'm gonna be fired <laughs> not that i'm fired but you Aww. know uh no because i mean you know, I'm so angry with some of their choices with him, you know, so. Yeah. Um, but hopefully they're getting things back on track. Yeah. Jessica Gould says, as a PTSD sufferer, the silent film thing was so accurate to me for flashbacks, which is mm-hmm. good to know. And I know that's why they did it. Um, I'm but not. I was fine with it, like, for the flashbacks. Exactly. It wasn't my favorite thing, but I really didn't like it at the site. I didn't like that yeah. at all. Like I, you know? whenever he's sitting in the cabin and he's feeling the burlap from that sack and it like throws him in and yes, I was that fine was, with that. That, that was yes. great. What I, where I struggle is when they first cut him down and we missed all of that character stuff of like almost the emotion from all of the other or characters. Treating him, doing the tracheotic, like all yeah. of that. It was just so like, I don't uh, know. Like, that's, I want to yeah, see that's, the horror and mm-hmm. they're, reactions to all of that and everything and they filmed it both ways so they can't even go with the we put all of our eggs in one basket and this is just what we had like they filmed it both ways so they could have easily given us that scene 
Um, and mm-hmm. I, I, I don't think that they should have cut out the silent film thing altogether. I think it was a good choice. It's just there mm-hmm. were certain scenes that I wish we had actually gotten all that are like of the some scenes. of your like iconic things, yes. and they were butchered, you know, because of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Um, and I miss his voice already. I miss him singing already. Do you yeah. think we'll get it? Do you think we'll ever get it back? I mean, I know in book eight he somewhat recovers. You a mean little in the bit. actual books? Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, we've gotten the impression that that you know McEwen, um, yeah, that's what I was, on him. Mm-hmm. and then he, you got daily lines where you kind of see Roger telling Claire what he did and what he said, and Claire's getting more white haired, so <laughs> her, I know she's coming it's into all, her power, it's coming, so, yeah, it's, it's all coming, coming down to it. I know. And she what... said there was something where, like, you know, she saw like tinges blue. of blue. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it, I think she's able to probably do something and maybe get it at least, you know, where he, it's somewhat closer to what he had, you know? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I, I so. <laughs> it's funny trying to explain all of this, like, and then there's this blue light that comes out of their hands and it's like a healing touch to somebody who hasn't read it. And they're like, what? <laughs> 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 I'm like, okay, you just have to read it, I guess, because it's right. not it's gonna a, make sense. But it is cool. I, I, I'm really there's so many things. I'm, I might have to have. Well, I am gonna have a pre pre bees party thing, mm-hmm. um, and and then like have a whole list of things. Do we think this is gonna happen? Do we yeah. think that's gonna happen? Um, do we think this person's gonna show up? So it is kind of a, it is kind of exciting um, <laughs> to like think about. Once it gets closer, I'm gonna be all. I'm going to need to probably take a, like a, a Xanax or something. Right. I mean, I, I get emotional easily with stuff. You should have seen me last night. Oh God. I woke up with my eye all swollen because I started crying on my, <laughs> my thing on my life. Um, Cause I had a, a revelation about something and I got all emotional oh. talking about it. Um, gotcha. You know, I'm sap. I'm a sap yeah anyway all right what do you say girly i think we have covered about everything we can cover is there anything else out there that anybody uh wanted us to talk about that we did not talk about i did want to throw out there that uh june 1st coming up in a week and a half is world outlander day Mm. i'm thinking we're either going to get a release date or a teaser trailer Ooh, um, because we're officially so halfway through filming we which is normally until after that day that would have been good maybe we'll do a part two like yeah. we can break we down get... the teaser trailer when it comes on we should do that yeah, we should just plan know, on doing that yeah like um yeah when we get closer and we know more then it will mm-hmm. have more concrete yeah. information to build our prognostication there on. you go more episode whenever we titles. get the yep whenever we get all the episode titles we can get on here and predict make a, make a plan yeah would you guys like that we'll do that yeah that sounds fun um so yeah oh, i'm thinking no, no. Eh, on the beer on that especially that big bushy beer rebecca I the really go. long one i was like okay are we amish now <laughs> like no 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 well, the thing is, it doesn't make sense on any level, on any level, you know, like, 
It doesn't make sense because his character in the books did not like beards. Mm -hmm. It doesn't make sense because it wasn't in fashion in the 18th century. It doesn't make sense because it makes him look older than Jamie wearing it. You know, it doesn't make sense because, you know, it doesn't make sense. And as an actor, it hides his face, which is his whole emotions of acting. So it like really, it makes him have to work that much harder to show expression mm-hmm. so like there's there's no benefit to it i don't even understand why they made this choice me neither. so i mean i can understand the trim thing i, I liked what they did yeah. when he was a professor and all mm-hmm. that that's fine you know mm-hmm. but i want to be able to see through it <laughs> see, right. his see his face yeah it just all look like basically the same you know because it's just hair that's shifting around a little on his face <laughs> oh god yeah no and he hates it too he hates yes. the beard. I know, so. like we all hate it. So let's like, well, what are we doing here? I think it was his idea initially, and then he just yeah. like instant regret on it. He was instant like, regret. Oh, God, he had no. like the, the long hair, very sexy. I like the long hair. All down with that, you know. Yep. Do you like the long hair? Uh, I no? like the dragonfly and amber Roger. That's the best version of Roger for me. Like how he looks oh. in that episode. I liked the go to the Scottish fair, Roger. Yeah, pretty similar. I, I think he he's a bit more groomed. And, you know, yeah. his clothes look better. Mm-hmm. Then they kind of went, it's almost like when they put him with Jamie, they didn't want him to look too good. <laughs> I kind of wanted to make sure. I, I don't know. I don't know. It certainly is easy to get that vibe. That's for sure. (laughs) Whether it's true or not, it's easy to feel that way. Um, So I guess we'll part with the, what I saw on Instagram the other day, which is there is some version of an Outlander ad going around saying that um, Outlander season six returns later this year. Yeah. Well, that's what I think too. I'm not um, overly enjoyed about that because I hate it coming out at the same time as bees. I really don't want them at the same exact time coming out, but that's what I've heard. It's going to be late fall. Um, so I'm thinking late October, early November. Okay. Um, possibly late November after Thanksgiving, but before Christmas, right when bees is supposed to come out. Um, um, I mean, get late. I at least want to have bees in my hand yeah. for a week, at least a week. That I can just focus on that and nothing mm-hmm. else. Although that week is going to be when their premiere parties or ha- all the other stuff's going on, even yeah. if it's not quite out yet, you know, yeah. which is already still basically your life is over. You know, mm-hmm. you're, you're a fan. You're doing all that stuff, you know. Um, Sorry, I'm taking people. off work because it's press week for Outlander. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's exactly right. I mean, you know, people that know me know I go to those things. So yep. it's like, I can't do that and read the book. I am seriously. So I hate to give up one. If they're back to doing um, press by the time season six rolls out, I'm planning on going to New York this fall for the New York premiere. So we can hang out. We can hang out. Yes, for sure. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so I'm thinking November-ish probably is a solid bet just because I'm thinking, and I I read it somewhere, I can't remember where, that um, season filming is supposed to be wrapping sometime in September. So, um, I can't remember where I heard that, but that makes sense for November. Yeah. I, I, I really, I would love personally if they, if it was like, um, 
in December or even January personally, because as a book fan, I'd like to have the time with the book a little bit before this comes out. You know, I really don't want them slammed at the same time. Ideally for me, I would love January or February just so I can get caught up with the podcast because I would be able to finish season five if right. they waited till, but, um, no, we're just totally selfish. It's all about us. It's all about me. Yeah. Um, so and for the people in the board yelling at me about the beard, I don't mind the beard. If it's in check, that beard was not a beard. It was an animal on his face. It was too much. Yes. Jess, this will, Jess, you know. this will be on the podcast. I'm, I'm hoping to get it up in the next day or two. So yes, it will all be there for your enjoyment. Um, yeah. So I don't know, because if I can't get all the way through season five, by the time season six is supposed to premiere, I'm not even going to start it. Um, I'm just going to wait till season six is over and then hop into season five for my podcast. You, so For your podcast. Yeah, because I don't want to be in the middle, honestly, and you're hearing it here first. I'm taking a break whenever season six is on so that I can take time to enjoy it as a fan and not have that added stress of having to put a podcast out and watch other episodes. So, um, yeah. So if I can't get all the way through season five, by the time the premiere is announced, then I'm just going to cut it off at season four and pick it up after season six is over. So I'm really hoping, I mean, I think I'm so torn because I want it out as soon as possible. Oh my lord. <laughs> no, don't want to wait too long. I'm old. <laughs> I mean, I'm so torn because as an Outlander fan, I want I want it in my hands. Like, do not get me wrong. I would be happy if they said, hey, yeah. guess what? We're releasing it tomorrow. I would be so yeah. thrilled. But also, like, we are getting well, bees. Tomorrow so. would be fine because that's plenty of time ahead of bees. So, we can I mean, binge season tomorrow. six before bees comes out. <laughs> Yeah, that I mean that would be okay. You know, yeah. if I could clear, if it, I mean, if somehow we could get the whole season and then bees hit, that would be great because that would be like we're all mm -hmm. hitting Troutlander and then boom, we have bees. You know what I yep. mean? Which would be nice, but that's not going to happen. I'm just over the social media <laughs> blackout is what I'm over. I feel like Sophie Skelton is the only one posting anything from set and I'm very upset about it because I thought this was going to be like my fix you know like it was going to help me get through Droughtlander and like nobody mm -hmm. is posting anything and I'm very upset <laughs> like, well you know there's just going to be very mom and I think we that one five and we did get some interesting mm -hmm. like surprises and things mm -hmm. I mean I guess I see it but at the same time uh you know I'm like you you know you want to have your little like your little, I feel like we're not getting any cast now. Did they not hire any cast? New That's I what mean, the only ones that we've had are Jessica Reynolds as Malva Christie, Alexander Vlahos as Alan Christie, and Mark Christies. Lewis Jones as Tom Christie. Yeah, and then we, we know that um, Andrew and Matthew are coming back as Jimmy right. for season and six. And Robin Scott is coming back as Jermaine. Yes. Um, so I think that's really it but then I was trying to think like who else do we have um new people wise Bobby, Bobby and McDonald right and um, possibly Willie but they're not gonna throw that out there I mean just do you think we're gonna get a new storyline that's not in the book I hope not I, I mean they're gonna throw something in there they are I know they are it's just I'm hoping it's not going to be the predominant thing. 
That's what I'm right. hoping. Or something that doesn't make something else that's in the book make sense. You know, like that's when. It oh, well, out. this didn't make any sense. So we had to cut it. I'm like, well, or, it would have made sense or, if you didn't throw the, the manufactured storyline in there. In the book, this happened, but we thought it would be interesting if that's the one that I want to go <laughs> when I hear. <laughs> Like I think one more nerve rattles on my, in the inside of my body and a synapse explodes. <laughs> no, 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 no. I hate that expression. Every time she says that, I go and I cringe. Stop that. But we you said Diana's it. pretty happy, right? With huh? the way you said Diana's pretty happy with the way season six scripts look, right? She said, um, that overall she says this is what she said which is i agree she says when they go the only time it's like when they go wrong with it is when they do something that that character would never do which is my big pet peeve Mm -hmm. anyway you know i always say the same thing when they do stuff that's out of character but she says that never lasts that long when they do that like it Mm -hmm. always they get it back on track fairly soon um they did with roger season four but for quite some time <laughs> at all um but you know um but she said you know so that's usually when there's a problem is that that's the problem which makes me say they had that problem for her to say that you know in some way shape or form um yeah and they asked her if she if she um if she has been has said anything or still gives feedback and she said yeah when it, there's something i can concretely say besides oh my god <laughs> okay you are not doing that. <laughs> She's probably something concrete more to say than, oh my God. Um, I want to know what the scene is the Christies are talking about. And, you know, that um that well, the big scene that and then Diane agreed that it was like a blow out your mind scene. You well, and then Meryl and all that. Well, they asked Meryl and Matt about it on the Droughtlander podcast. And uh-huh. they said, I think I do know what they're talking about. And yes, that is going to blow some people's socks Are we going to see Alan and Malva having so. sex? Oh, oh my God. I don't know if I can deal with that. <laughs> I think so. I, that's what I meant by I think they're going to show everything. I think so. I mean, not that I want to see that. Wow. Um, at all. But it is. And here's the thing. I do feel like it kind of takes away some of the mystery of book six, if we know all of this going in. But like I said, if they throw in um, Alan being the one that approaches Brie, like instead of Obadiah Henderson, we kind of get the idea that he's like, not a good person. And then we find out later (laughs) that he killed his sister because she was going to spill the beans that her baby was really his instead of Jamie's. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that's, I think that if, if we got that scene, it might plant the seed that he's like, there's something off about him without like ruining the surprise later. In the filming, we saw that fight look like Alan was fighting Fighting Ian. Ian. Yeah. 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 Which I think that That, that they will include that. They have a big knockdown drag out in Mm -hmm. the books. So after the accusation happens. Mm -hmm. Well, and I mean, 
Ian did sleep with Malva. So that's yeah. one thing that I'm like, why didn't she just say that her baby was Ian's? Yeah. But then I guess she figured she'd have more protection if she got I think Jamie she wanted to... The, they wanted her to have the... They thought... The payoff? No. They thought that... Um, he thought... Alan thought that she would get paid off to get be gotten rid of her. And then yeah. they could go and take off and live their own life somewhere else. Yeah. Is what they wanted to do. You know, <laughs> like he would not leave his wife for her. So he would like basically take care of it. Mm-hmm. And they could go and like get the money and run like yeah. that wouldn't have happened with Ian. He would have just, you know, been with her and not wouldn't have solved the problem because Alan didn't want anybody else with her. Right. Know? Yeah. So Ugh, yeah. how screwed up. <laughs> I mean, you know? only an outlander seriously. <laughs> I don't know where she, co- and the thing is like, she keeps coming up with these things that you're like, what? How does she think of these things? <laughs> like, honestly, like, and you think she could have thought, and I think she probably was like, what haven't I done yet? What weird sexual combination I mean, have I not explored with fun now? She did a double whammy in uh, uh, we, six. We, we had Lizzie she had, marrying two brothers. Yes, we had, and she had the Christie's. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> What's coming in book nine? What weird sexual thing are we doing in book nine? Uh, we know. could have... Uh, we legit. haven't had a, a, a streaker run across the ridge yet, you know? <laughs> <laughs> we could have oh a whole other we haven't really dealt with child molestation uh, oh. in the story. So I'm thinking that might be around the corner, which I know everybody's going to be like, ah, they're not going to like that. But we haven't really had that happen or be like where it's a mm-hmm. character we know. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm... Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want anything like that to happen. <laughs> no, I don't, but I'm just saying what I know. perversion she's going to throw into the next thing. Well, that person wouldn't last very long. <laughs> no. They're not long for this world in the world Especially of Especially if it was one of the kids of Jamie's protection, you know? Like, you know, I our mean, look kid. What, look what he did um, when he found out that Claire's... Um, the person that assaulted Claire was still alive at the end of book eight. I mean, mm-hmm. they didn't, yeah. la- they weren't long for this world after yeah. he found that out. So, I mean, that's yeah. one thing that I'm like, I want, like, I want, I mean, it's going to allow a man to live. That's that has, you know, done that to his wife, you know? Well, I want so badly to see that version of Jamie in the show, because I feel like he's, he's almost like made so shiny and like, I just feel like they would never write Jamie to hunt down a man and kill him in the show. Like, you know, like he's too idealized. Um, I mean, well, Jamie in the books is... Line, where mm-hmm. he wiped out all those people and just said, yeah. kill them all. That's See, they true. did that. Yeah. I half expected them to not to go wussy yeah. on that too. Yeah. So I'm glad that they didn't. I'm glad and they people didn't loved too. it. And people loved it, you okay. know, like people, you know, wasn't like freaked out with you. They don't mind it as much when they do it with men as they do with women and have women do things that, yeah, that, you know, or whatever. So I felt like they, I worry about Jemmy, Rebecca yeah, said. I, I, yeah. Uh, they don't even want to touch Jemmy or Amanda because, you know, that entire posse is going to come. I mean, you're going to have, you know, Bree's even going to get all involved in it too. They're going to have them all coming after you. You know, mm-hmm. Ian, 
they're all going to be coming after you in a posse. You touch one of those kids. Well, honestly, um, like, I think that's probably going to be, I mean, we're getting off topic, but, um, and we could talk about it. With Amy, too. Well, I, I like could see what's going to happen to her. I think something's going to happen to Willie in, um, in, you really the, in book nine with all this Willie not being in the show no no not, no. Being not like not <laughs> kill I don't kill? think okay. I don't think they're gonna kill it Please. I just think that it's going something's going to because right now in the books sorry if you guys have not read to through book eight yet you might want to turn this you off might want to tune out. Yeah. um so in book eight Jamie and John are not in a good place <laughs> with each other um, and something's going to have better. to bring them back together. And I think yes. that they're going to have to join forces to go rescue Willie from one thing or another. Or something's going to happen to John, which I, I've seen a thing about that. Don't roll your eyes. Don't no, me. I don't want something to happen to John. John's been through so much already. <laughs> no, I mean, but I think what might happen is if he, if he, something, if he's taken or whatever, uh, maybe Willie <laughs> comes John. to Jamie and says, I want you to help me help my father, yeah. you know, and how he's going to deny his son yeah. to help John. He's well, I mean, we've already seen it. He can't say no to Willie. He can't, yeah. like, he just can't, no. especially knowing, not. like, William knows that he was lied to about his parentage. And so, like, anytime he asks Jamie for help, period, Jamie's going to be there for him. Right. Um, so I do love that. And, but also, like, I think if any character has been through the the ringer more than Jamie, it's John. <laughs> John has been through so much. And we don't know and, the half of it. Roger. Roger's been through a lot of That's ringers, true. too. Roger's not as old as John and Jamie, though. So he's got some true. time left. <laughs> true. True. Um, well, I could see what I'd love to see is, like, team Hal. Um, Jamie and Willie all going and like kicking somebody's ass to get John out of trouble. <laughs> well, I awesome. I think that uh, I don't know if many of you have read the Lord John books, but like the whole thing with is it Richardson? Richardson's mm-hmm. the I think that that's probably going to come in big time into bees. I think that I think he's so the one behind what happened to Ben. So I would not be surprised if something um, happens to William I, too. I just kind of this mastermind behind it, and people that haven't read the Lord John books are not going to have a clue. Nope. Like who is this person? Yep. But the Lord John people are going to be like, I know. knew it. I knew it. <laughs> they didn't get that third brother, right? <laughs> also, I'm wondering if um, so, yeah, we're gonna get um. Mary and Alex's son back into it at all. Denny. Oh, yeah. Oh, so. he's definitely heavily involved. And mm-hmm. I think he's going to be something that is involved with Jamie because I think there was a line in one of the, in where he saw, had a dream, and a Richardson was, in, uh, and he saw Jack Randall in his future. And I think that he saw in the, the past, the present, and then he saw like ahead. And he's like, how is that possible? And I think it's, he's seeing another Randall and it's him, you know, mm-hmm. that's going to fall with family issues. I thought that was kind of like a little, a little, yeah, a fairy dust moment where she kind of shows a hint in there, you know? Yep. Um, so do you think yeah, we're going to get Tobias back at all? I think there's a chance we might see a, a Frank cameo in season six. A flashback of mm-hmm. some sort. 
I honestly am like fingers crossed that they're respect. they're um that we get Frank flashbacks and that they take the opportunity if they have Tobias on set for us to get some black Jack Randall nightmares. Cause there is a scene. What is it's in a breath of snow and ashes, isn't it? Where Jamie has the nightmare. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. That would be cool. Now I'm just dreaming. Oh, so you want but... oh, so you want it to be a, a flashback of Black Jack Randall, not both. Frank. I think that it, oh. we could have both. Like, take the opportunity while you have Tobias, if you have him on set, and give us both. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see a positive Frank thing. You know, oh, yeah. like where with like the thing when they were they were stuck in the car and reading yeah, you know like something good. like that something positive you know i want to see um not just the negative well i want to uh, see some stuff with with brie you know he took her hunting and like taught her how to ride horses that and, would be cool yeah that yeah. would be a great flashback camping and all mm-hmm. that stuff yeah so i mean there's tons of stuff like so much they opportunity if they have the the scene of her with ian like doing that trip like somebody mm-hmm. was saying on the board where they do the mammoth and he tells a story um, and then she tells him, you know, where she prays to Frank and then maybe his ghost be there to like hear her, you know? Yep. Jessica. That type of thing like he did. Yeah. Jessica said, I would almost expect Frank flashbacks and echoes. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's true. I mean, especially if in echoes we're talking about Brie if we're talking about Brie trying to find her calling and, and things like this, like Frank was an integral part of Brie and her upbringing. I mean, he was her dad. So if we're seeing anything with echoes in it for Brie, it's almost guaranteed to have Frank in it. You're right, Jessica. With the war, Jamie has several black Jack Randall nightmares before battles. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm just, speculating i don't i you know nothing confirmed that tobias has been on set or anything i just know that Mm -hmm. he's not contractually obligated to the crown anymore um and i haven't seen any pending projects for him so um it makes me curious if if we could get something Mm -hmm. so yeah maybe frank reads the letter reads the letters from jamie and claire so we find out frank knew it all oh frank definitely knows it all are you kidding i can't wait to find out the full freaking story with that like i i can't wait either i can't wait either i think some people that are just been living on their frank hate are gonna have a big rude awakening i mean i'm not like a huge frank fan but i mean i just don't i think that he people have the wrong impression because they don't know the whole story yeah of of the whole thing you know what i mean of everything so for sure. And yeah. I, I mean, there's things that they don't know that she's going to bring out because she's practically oh, yeah. said that, you know, so I oh, mean, yeah. they basically tell her she's a liar too bad in her face about her own damn books, which cracks me up. But anyway, <laughs> so I think she's not going to turn around and be like, oh yeah, well, I think I know what I'm writing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You don't know anything. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I think I know what I'm planning people, yeah. you know, I am the author. <laughs> yeah. So I think that I mean, there's so much that we don't know yet that Frank right. knew, I'm guessing. Um, oh, absolutely. I think he's got a whole other world. He had a dossier on Jamie and Frank's, or yes. Jamie and Claire's life. 
he knew it all. I think he knows all. I think he knows a lot about Roger too. You know. Oh, probably. Um, and and what happened to his father and the whole. I think all of that. He knows a lot of stuff. I think that we don't know. He knows. Um, yeah, I so mean, I, I just find it. I find it impossible that like he didn't know who Roger was when he went to. Um, when he met the the reverend and found out that he like oh, I think he knew he had to have I mean just, mm-hmm. you're telling me that he didn't keep tabs on that family after he sent Jerry behind the lines and he went MIA and KIA as far as anybody knew and you're telling me he Frank cares way too much to not keep mm-hmm. tabs on that family so he had to have known that Roger was Jerry's son mm-hmm. um so yeah there's so much that we we don't even piece together that Diana's got like a Bible. Like, like as yeah. soon as that book, the the what Frank new book is made and out, it's been, I'm gonna be like the first one in line with my with my pre-order for that book. Oh yeah. Um, I can't wait. I, really I can't, can't wait, wait to reread the entire series after having read Frank's book. Cause I'll have a whole new appreciation for like everything, I think. Mm-hmm. So, well, that seems to be the case every time a new book comes out of any sort. You feel like, oh, that changes this, 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 this. this. Yeah, exactly. You got know? <laughs> to go back and like, <laughs> like now I got to factor this little weave into the whole exactly. mix, you know, into the pattern of the tarting, yep. you know. Um, so yeah, it's like that's what makes you keep rereading the books. That's why I reread yep. them so many times, you know, because you kind of keep having to factor something through. Absolutely. Hello. All right, girl. Well, my phone's about to die, so okay. All the right. technology gods have spoken. Yes, <laughs> it was fun, girlfriend. It we'll was so it fun. We will. Um, there's been response that they would like to have us do a breakdown of a teaser trailer whenever we get it. So, or yeah, trailer like or a trailer like or movies. all the episode titles, whatever we get. Yes, um, we all will the definitely titles and a trailer. Then when we have both of those, I think. Yeah. We should re rejoin. Absolutely. So probably like, you know, October, September, October ish, I'm guessing is when we're gonna start having that stuff roll in. So but yeah, like, for I sure. actually know everything basically. Yeah. You think. Actually, she probably <laughs> does because we've talked about like everything. So. Really? Yes. I know you talked about it, you know, but I, I know you talked to where you said I wasn't sure how much everything everything is, you know. Um, but. yeah, I mean, there's some stuff from like seven and she didn't really want to talk too much about seven and eight, but she does know about like the big event and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love the big event. The One big event is pretty great. Like, some, people, some people hate it, but I love it. Oh, it's great. It's fantastic. <laughs> I love it. People, people hate it. some easy. It's one of those things you love or you hate, but I, yep. I love it. Exactly. So. Yep. All righty. All right. Well, um, like I said, guys, um, season four analysis starts back up next week with America, the beautiful. So get ready for that. Very exciting. Um, also this episode will be available via podcast, probably within the next 48 hours. So if you did not have a chance to catch all of this, you can re-listen at your leisure on every platform it's available on iTunes, CastBox, Spotify, Amazon music, wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, voting is now going on for the best episode of Outlander. So make sure you head over. I think voting's open for five more days. I'm leaving it open for a whole calendar week. 
So it's between The Wedding, Dragonfly and Amber, A. Malcolm, Birds and the Bees, and Monsters and Heroes. Those are your favorite episodes from all five seasons. So make sure to cast your vote. And um, yeah, sometime next week, we will announce which one wins. So until then, you guys stay safe out there and I'll chat at you next week. Thanks, Angela. Bye. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. No problem. It was fun. It was fun. (laughs) Bye. Bye.